listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She said she was a model for a year and a half. And if she took her pins out, then her head would drop down to a calf. I knew her man. He was just up north and would have gotten love up north, but he was the chef up north. Now, you can knock yourself out like you boxing yourself. Or you can get real freaky, start popping yourself. And watch my got so many rocks. When you look at the time, it's sort of like you're watching yourself. (laughs) Front if you want. I puff puff a few blunts. And take a cruise in the Porsche. With the truck in the front. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. Sorry, y'all. That house laughing at in the background. Sorry. Nothing wrong with laughing. That's what this whole show is about. And uh, speaking of laughing, uh, we got our guest in the house uh, for the 75th time. I know. Uh, we got Will. What's up, ladies? And we got my main man, Justin. Hey, salute the general. Salute the general. Salute right back. Um, man, I'm tired today, man. I fucked around and got to work at 5 a.m. this morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> he told me he had to be, it was fun though, he told me he had to be at work at 6. And I rolled over, it was 5, and I was like, am I the only one in the house? What's going on? <laughs> like, I freaked the fuck out. Now, I looked at my, my, I used my iPhone for my alarm, right? Yeah. And I don't know what in my mind made me think I need to, to be out of the house at 5. But, like, I looked at it and it said, like, 420 or something. And I was like, 420? Oh, shit. I I, like, rushed downstairs, got ready to go, got in the car, was driving, got, like, halfway to work and was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, see, if you smoke weed. We, I could be like, you know what? That's what happened when you smoked that weed, dog. Uh, yeah, I don't even do drugs. I have nothing to blame this shit on, man. <laughs> I've, I've done that before too. You, because I have to be to work at seven, and so the time changes. It always screws me up mm-hmm. because I'm used to getting up when the sun was down. Now with the sun up, me going to work, it screws me up. It makes me always think I'm running late when technically I'm not. Yeah. And the the fucking place I work at is in the hood, like. It's in the projects where I grew up, so I'm familiar, <laughs> familiar with the type of crime that the goes activities. on in there. But um, actually, it was kind of safe uh, when I was growing up. I don't know what them niggas do now, but I know it's, I know it ain't the safest, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and it's five in the morning, you know what I'm saying? So I, I roll up there, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go in, go to my desk, clock in, fuck it, I'll just do an extra hour of work. So I go in, I can get in the building, you know what I'm saying, I cross the dark ass parking lot, you know, <laughs> hearing all the titty tatters of crackheads going back and forth and shit. <laughs> so I, I go in, I go to my fucking office, which is on like the fourth floor, my badge don't work on the office door. It worked on the door to get in the building, but not the office door. Apparently, the shit doesn't open until like, you know, six or something. Oh, so it's not unlimited, like the building? No. So oh. well, you get in the building, you just can't get into the office. Yeah, say McDonald's not even open that early. Uh, no, nah, they are. Uh, I found out. But so uh, at least, at least you were safe from the crackheads. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, right? You would think that. So like, I go down to the second floor lobby because I'm like, fuck it, man, I'm in. 
I'm just gonna I'm gonna sleep in the lobby, you know. <laughs> but like better than me. When you when you a black dude, cause I wasn't gonna sleep in my car in the project. Hell no. Nah. That's that. I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that shit does not end when the black guy dies. <laughs> yeah, the black Best one. <laughs> so and speaking of movies, like I'm sitting in there in the dark in the lobby with my hoodie over my face, cause I wanted I just trying to sleep, and I kept having racial paranoia, like. Even if my white co-workers walked in, they would think I'm here to rob them or something. Like, like fuck is broke in the building. Yeah, fuck is a big-ass nigga doing in here with a hoodie over his face, sitting on the couch. Like, so I was, I was like, I couldn't sleep because of that. Because I kept thinking I was going to hear somebody. And also, do you know how fucking creepy a building sounds when nobody's in there but you? Yes. It's fucking scary, man. Yes, it is. You hear the pipes and shit. hear the lights coming on. Yeah. It, it actually make you... It made me one time question my manhood. Like, <laughs> like wait a minute. I shouldn't be scared right now. Yeah, I know nobody. But I am. Yeah. Like, why am I still looking like, around? Am I a bitch? <laughs> yeah. I, y'all are, It's like y'all are reading my mind. <laughs> that is what I was thinking. It was like, I feel like a little bitch right now. Would it, would it be bitch made for me to leave the building and, and go home? Pretend like none of this shit happened? No, I called my friend that I knew was up and was like, I'm just going to talk to them so at least if something happened, I can be like, help save me. Dude, so I was, so I'm, so I'm chilling in there. I can hear like the water from the fountains mm-hmm. two floors down trickling. Damn. Like that's how fucking empty it was. And every once in a while, I think I can hear a voice. But it was never anybody. I was like, this is a ghost in here or some shit. And, you know, being the only black person, I figured I was going to be the first to die. Of course. In this movie. So I said, let me get the fuck out of here. I called my boss's, uh, my main manager's boss, or whatever the fuck. I called him, and he wasn't there. And I left a message like, hey, I'm down here in the lobby. It's 5 in the morning. I came in a little too early. Uh, if you get this, can you call my cell phone? So, uh, you know, I waited like 10 minutes, no call. Fuck it. Got in the car, went and got some McDonald's. Thank God I was in the hood because that McDonald's took forever. Yes, that McDonald's terrible. I enjoyed it, though. I needed every last minute of those 20 minutes in line. I was going to say that earlier. I don't think I've seen McDonald's open. Like, Bojangles, they opened. But McDonald's I was, open at 6. It was, one, it was one Mexican lady in there. I don't even know what her position at McDonald's was. I don't know if she was the manager. Was she doing everything? She was doing, I don't, yeah. like, she was working drive through the inside, and doing the food. I said, damn. Like, this is, I see how it's, why it's hard for people to get jobs in this economy. Yeah, that like, bitch doing everything. Yeah, you doing all the jobs. Doing and, yeah. You know what's funny? Is though, had one of your co-workers came in there and saw you sleep or taking a nap, mm-hmm. you would have had to have a meeting for HR at that point. Yeah. Like, is everything going all right in your personal life? <laughs> yeah. You don't kill yourself. You, is everything all right? Are you sitting in the dark, crying, shivering like a little bitch? Did you stay the night here? Like, this, like, this, like, this, like this was are you hungry? No, you and your wife going through a divorce. What, what is happening? Why are you here? Yeah, you'd have had to have a meeting with HR at that point. So, um, <laughs> it was a good thing you did. <laughs> so, so. You know, basically, I'm sitting up in McDonald's trying not to fall asleep in the drive-thru on about three hours sleep for the day. And uh, finally, I get back to work and I go upstairs and it's, it's open. It's like 5.50 or something. I go in, clock in and shit and get to work, man. But this has been a long day. So if this podcast is not up to your normal standards, just know I'm doing this shit under duress. <laughs> <laughs> well, this show almost didn't happen. Will call asleep while we talking. Yeah. Will call was like, I'm running a little late. I was like, I almost was like, oh, good then, fuck it. 
<laughs> Why even waste everybody's time? <laughs> the official sport of the pod. Oh wait, the official weapon of the podcast is the taser. Right, and the unofficial sport, bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And you can look the podcast up on Podomatic, iTunes, and Facebook. Search for the Black Guy Who Tips. We will be there. Uh, leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Join our Facebook group and laugh at the random thoughts that I post. And, you know, maybe even try to be my friend like this random Filipino she-male that, <laughs> that hit me up today. I'm pretty sure it's a she-male because the picture looked like a woman. But when they changed something on their profile, it said he <laughs> he has changed so-and-so. I was like, oh, I don't know about this friendship. But, uh, yeah, hit us up, man. And um, also make sure that you go to the blog, theblackoutips.com. And email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And you can call the show and leave a voicemail, which we respond to on Saturdays, 704-557-0186. So this has been a pretty adventurous week with the Four Loco podcast. Yes, we had a good time doing that. And people are still commenting on that. Because it was six I, hours of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I listened to like 40 minutes of it. I was like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Dude, Some people actually listen to all six hours. Four months, so I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man, I did our show first. Because I knew it would be the most coherent. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I I listened to the podcast. I I don't remember parts of hour three and four. Like by the the time by the time we got to Where's My Forty Eight, because I was like, I did this. I forgot I did. I did stand up for about three minutes. Yeah, you did. Everybody was like, We going to pee. He was like, I'm going to pause it. I was like, No, I'm. I'm, I'm, We're gonna keep this running. Because we so were live. You know, yeah. we had live oh, streams. Now, I saw, like, the Ustream. I only saw one person on Ustream, though. Yeah, Chris yes. was the only one that had a camera. Yeah, we don't I, have, yeah, we don't have we just had the audio. So, it's his channel. He has cameras set up for his podcast. And they were listening to him, and they they, were, they had a forum where the listeners could give us feedback immediately, and uh, which was cool, man. You know, one day, hopefully, that's where we can take this podcast. Mm-hmm. But, um, dude, it was just, like... That for local is the truth, man. It's, it's, <laughs> the, the rumors are not, they're not lies, man. This shit will fuck you up a little bit, dog. Man, where did you find that shit? Coast? Circle K, right up the street. We got like the last batch. Damn, they ain't got no more. No, no it's like, and now it's outlawed.
Yeah, I got off of that shit. I was like, I'm out. I'm done. An hour and eight minutes, whatever the fuck. I am done. This is never not going anywhere good. No. By the end, I was talking about reasons that you need to get a white woman. It was... And it's not matching. We was going all over yeah, the world. It was all over the place, man. Um, So, all right. We talked about going to work too early. Today is the anniversary. Well, not anniversary. It's the first reunion of LeBron James and his ex-lover, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. <laughs> Nobody can stop talking about this shit. Hell no. I thought it was I thought it was done kinda cause I you know, I said my piece on it. I don't know if y'all was on that show or not, but I said, look, you don't own LeBron, the fuck off this nigga's dick. Like I don't really nobody cares about Cleveland. And all I, from my Twitter feed, all these angry, upset motherfuckers, y'all ain't from Cleveland? No. Nope. You be alright. You know what's funny is that like they not selling out games, so if you really want to get back at LeBron, you go support the Cavaliers even more and say, you know what, we coming to the games now. Well, the season tickets supposedly are sold out. What it is, ain't nobody going. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to see got this that shit. Money. But that's that's <laughs> thing to do. Shit, you ain't gotta just sell the shit and then let them not come. I'm like, I already got your money, so fuck you. Well, what else is there to do in Cleveland other than go to a Cavs game? Exactly. Smoke weed. What the fuck could they be doing? Smoke weed. Get robbed. Get robbed or murdered. <laughs> They do have some uh, high murder statistics. If really, if, re- if they really wanted to prove a point, like they going to go boo. First yeah. of all, that's that's gonna hurt your throat. Oh, it's more than just booing. <laughs> oh, no, it's gonna be on tonight. I, I'm not leaving to go to Wayne night tonight. No, I think I, I'm. I will be. Here, I will be watching the game. Watching the Cleveland game, and then I'm watching the Philly game on NFL Network. You know what? I don't give a fuck about the game. I'm there to watch the audience. Yeah, I need to see the definitely see the beginning, like quarter and a half of that Miami Cleveland game because. I want to see how one one Cleveland fan called into the radio and said, "I already got my bail money set aside." Damn, nigga, what the <laughs> fuck are you planning on doing, right? Over a game? He won't make it in the stadium, then. Whatever yeah. he got playing, he's not even gonna make it in the if stadium. If you ever hear me say I got my bail money set aside, <laughs> how about look, I'm, I'm, I'm about to kill somebody or something. Yeah, like it's. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't hang call around. Me. Don't call me, please. That's Accessory one, to the That's one of those things like LeBron fucked his girlfriend or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like his, like that's not really his baby, but LeBron's LeBron the baby daddy, and yeah. <laughs> he's really upset about. Like, it. Like I used to make jokes about the LeBron Delonte West stuff when I thought it was a rumor that wasn't true, and it was <laughs> it was all funny and cute before. Because think about, it. Right, let's go back a little bit. How ridiculous does that sound? It sounds Before yeah. we know that it happened. It sounds crazy. It was, yeah. some, it was some funny shit to talk about. Yeah, like, so yeah, man, that would be crazy if somebody was... Then it was like, wait a minute, nobody's denying this. <laughs> <laughs> so I cut that shit out. I was like, I'm done. I'm off the jokes. Fuck it, I'm still on that shit. Like, that shit would not be funny <laughs> to me. I, I have a code. You know, if, if one of y'all moms slept with one of your boys... I would never ever bring that up. I would act like your mom did. But that's that's because I know you. I don't know LeBron. It's just like a code. It's just like a code of the script, though. I don't know if if we that cool. Well, you actually even like we know each other's moms and stuff like that. Yeah. I, we could joke about it. No, like, fuck you can't. But it's a lie. Like, <laughs> nah, I'd like, be like, like, you know, Will, that's still fucked up, bro. I fucked your mom with it all, man. And that's then you, you, <laughs> you be picking yourself up off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And LeBron, that's a white word. But you're going to be yeah. mad at Ron. I'm yeah, like, man. I'm going to be mad at you for bringing that shit up. Because people take their mom seriously. And when it comes to that, just for the fact that you even bring it up, just calls the kitchen in the room. And LeBron James is like 280 pounds, 6'8". Like, unless 
Unless you Shaq, you're not bringing that <laughs> shit up and getting away with it. It's, no. It might be an altercation. I'll be the dude to bring it up. And, right. and, and, yeah. and you'll be like, man, Jake gonna bring this shit up. And then they'll be like, damn, LeBron <laughs> didn't have to beat him like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't think, honestly, I don't think anybody's ever brought it up to his face just Hell because no. nobody has gotten a reported ass whooping in the past I, year. I think they have. Because I don't think they respect LeBron. Nah, but you know I think what? LeBron will I think LeBron's too much of a brand to fuck up and and respond to that. See, that's the, that's my thing. That crosses a line where I will fuck up my money for that, man. Like, I, the only time that I really beat the shit out of somebody in my life, Talk about dude talked about my mama, I, and I couldn't take it. I was like, you know what? I, I was only in like fourth grade or whatever, but it's a primal rage that just, well, I was like, you gotta get it. You gotta get it. So everybody else on this bus will say, you probably should not talk about Rod's mom. I, 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 I guess I equate it to, um, like Eli and Peyton. Mm-hmm. Eli, I doubt he would do anything. Peyton, I think he might would be like, "No, you fucked up, homie." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They both um, herbs to me, but I wouldn't put it like this. I'm not risking it with anybody. <laughs> I wouldn't risk the shit with Nate Robinson. I don't that's even give a fuck. That's not something like, you Robinson test with anybody on no, no, man. Yeah, I don't risk nobody. it with anybody. Nate like Robinson this, well, Name the most docile nigga you can think of. I would not risk it with them just because you don't know. I yeah. don't fucking You don't know. know what kind of rage people have in them when you start talking about that person that raised them. They're not to cut uh, your throat. I mean, I'm not personally going to say, I'm going to talk about, man, I'm, again, I'll be like, that's fucked up what Homeboy did. Right. I wouldn't do no well, shit like I, that. I got your back on this. I wouldn't even bring it up. I got your back on this. I'm telling you, it would be like your mama never exists. It would be like <laughs> in, it would be like in uh, Back to the Future when they would change the past and motherfuckers would just start disappearing before your eyes. <laughs> Like, as you as you was telling me about the Delonte West shit, your mama disappeared before my eyes. Like, well, I don't even know what happened. You don't have a mama. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like she could be sitting right there. Like, I brought y'all something to eat. Who? A ghost brought us some food. Do you see this magical fucking food? This food just floating in the kitchen. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, so like, you think that's why Delonte didn't play the first time they played in Boston? Man, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't even think so-called injured. Like that's, like that's part of what's pissing me off about the Twitter outrage and the people in the streets. I honestly, God, do not think that even Delonte West harbors a grudge against LeBron. The way that these fucking fans but do no, no. He doesn't need to. He fucked LeBron's mama. That's all the payback. <laughs> but I don't like I don't think I don't think I don't think any of them do. Like I don't think Mo Williams. The only people I think that are fucking that hot are oh, stupid fans. ass fans and, and Dan Gilbert. That's it. Yeah. Those are the only that's the list. You and know, they, speaking of talking shit on the court, mm-hmm. I wonder if KG ever said anything like no. <laughs> First of all, KG only talks to certain types of I dudes. I mean, because he yeah. talks to yeah. cancer patients. I.E. 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 Yeah, you're talking about foreigners. Yeah, he ain't going to mess with the real nigga because he will get his ass beat. Yeah. He just barks. KG really fucks loud. with foreign dudes and little dudes. <laughs> Whenever you see him step to a dude that actually is not playing that shit, he calms it way the fuck down. Like when he stepped to uh, Zaza Pachulia, who is a foreign dude, but he's a center. He stepped to him and I was like, dog, well, I rode everybody do a mandatory year in the army and we all got AKs. And, <laughs> and, and, and my man KG calmed that shit down for him looking at the floor. Like, he ain't that type of dude. He'll say that shit to Charlie Villanueva because Charlie ain't going to do shit. Nope. But let that be, I'm telling you, man, nobody's bringing that up to Charlie should have stole off on him. 
Nobody's bringing that up. What would Oak do? I wouldn't. Maybe Charles Oak would bring it up. Yeah, that's about the only man. You know, only man. Yeah, that's about the only man. And what, nigga? Yeah, I slap niggas for a living. This is what I do. I make a living off of this. Yeah, I'm the dude that slaps people. Everybody knows me. Um, But, all right, so my man, Mr. Span, who uh, is part of the Dark Haters podcast, um, the Hater Rising Radio podcast. Uh, show um he, he he funny dude he does the shout outs on the show okay yeah he's always you know shout out to the niggas that got new joys but don't take care of their children you know shit like that <laughs> <laughs> like uh and he's a funny ass dude but he he like i retweeted something that somebody said like they were like and it was it was a retweet of something that i said where they were like uh yeah rod you were right people never get this upset about players getting traded but they get this upset to see a player like LeBron James exercise his power. And I was like, that's true. You know, I still believe that shit. It, I've never once seen any fan burn some shit down because the owner traded Tom Brady or Richard Seymour or T.O. or Randy Moss. I've never seen them take their paraphernalia, burn it, talk about fuck them. I'm going to make well, nasty shit no, about they, my They just owner. go, that's just the way the cookie crumble. But all of a sudden, if the athlete decides where they're going to go, all of a sudden, it's an issue. Yeah, it's like the uppity nigger syndrome where it's like, what, this nigga made a decision? You can't do that. I sit at work every day hoping to be able to make a decision. <laughs> and I don't get to. So, so anyway, he said, and I don't know how y'all feel about this. He said that he thinks... LeBron made this decision to leave Cleveland three years prior to the decision. And he strung everybody along for three years. I don't believe that. Yeah, the, number one, I don't believe that. No. That's my first thing I want to say. I don't know if y'all believe that or not. I, I'll let y'all speak for yourselves. Not really. I, I believe he decided a while ago, like, I really don't plan. Like, I think he was always leaning towards, I'm leaving. Yeah. But I don't think he officially decided, I'm out. Right. But I think he was always like, I don't plan on staying here, but if something changed, I'm going to be here. I feel the same way. Where, where he was like, if there's certain moves they they can make like he I think he left the door open as long as possible because and it's fucked up because he was he was holding this against LeBron. There's two parts of this. One how you gonna one, I don't hold that against anybody. That's all kinds of shit I planned against my job years before I do it. I don't give a fuck. But two, you can't really get mad at him for saying like I don't wanna be here anymore well, it's in his contract. He's a free agent. He can decide what he wants to. He never once said, I will be here. If he had done like Melo and Chris Paul and started bitching a year before his contract was up, then he would have been a bitch for saying, I want to leave and I'm not going to stay. So so it's like, it's a catch-22. There's no right way he can pick to leave. Like The only thing he can do to be justified in like Mr. Spine's mind or whoever is stay. And what kind of fucking shit is that? But you know what? I don't think I'm him. I don't think list. him leaving was why everybody was so mad. This I think is specifically why he was mad. We're not. I'm not talking about everybody. This dude was like he strung everybody alone That's for the, three years. I don't, I don't think he did that. Yeah. I, I think it was kind of like anybody on their job, like you, like me, like him. It's like, look, I'm gonna work this job, but if some better shit comes along, I'm, I'm gonna go right. to that shit. Yeah. The other thing is, even if he planned it five years ago. 
So fucking what? Right, like, <laughs> like more power to him for actually being a strategic nigga instead of a yeah. dumbass athlete like the rest of these well, motherfuckers. Like AG for eight years yeah, being in the middle yeah. or just staying for the money where it's like, well, I can, because the NBA makes the contracts where you can only get the most money staying with your team. So he could have just said, well, I'm just going to stay for the money. And to me, if you really want to leave and you feel like your organization isn't putting you in the best position to fucking win and that's your deal, that's what you care about. Then yeah, you a bitch for staying. Actually, like you, you care. You you basically saying I'm gonna blame this shit at the end of the day on y'all for not for not for not helping me out. But at the same damn time, I'm gonna keep taking this check. Like nah, he made a fucking risky decision and said I'm stepping out to another place. Well, this, go ahead. well I was gonna say the other thing is too. You should be mad at yourselves, um, him and the city of Cleveland. Like, if y'all had better shit going on, <laughs> then he he probably would be more inclined to stay. Like, I can yeah. imagine that in South Beach, it's always something new. Yeah, it's always that, that's something kind new. of a problem for him. Now. Yeah, Cleveland's never gonna be uh, Cleveland's never gonna be Miami. Like, but, yeah, what, what then they can do about it. But that. the thing is, you you heard about them starting that whole campaign in Miami about fan up because yeah. motherfuckers weren't going to the game. Yeah. So him being in Cleveland was actually probably good for him because he's everything in Cleveland. It looks good on paper to be in Cleveland. Yeah. But it don't look good on the eye test because like we no, no, no. At the end of the day, nigga, you still in Cleveland. Yeah, nobody wanted me there. Like, I'm the richest club. nigga in Cleveland, yes! <laughs> you got to call 40 niggas in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that and, like, the same way with Michael Jordan or, or you know, MJ, the, the real MJ. Yeah. When they would go to the malls, they would have to shut shit down and go yeah. privately because they have no life. Like, they can't just go shopping normally. Yeah. LeBron and South Beach can go shopping to the mall and nobody gonna sweat him because they see superstars. Yeah, it's like, he's at the white party. Okay, so it's Puff Daddy, Denzel, yeah. every other nigga you know. I, I can't imagine having to go to, to um, the mall in Cleveland. I got to sign a thousand autographs just to get this Coogee shirt that I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, my main thing is, and I, and this is where I, me and Will agree, I believe, people are going to be mad no matter what. That's yeah. right. They were going to be mad at the fact he left. And then, number two, they were mad that he went on national TV and was like, I'm out, bitch, peace. <laughs> like, they did not like that shit. I mean, it took an hour because it was boring. It should yeah. not have, it should have taken no. like two minutes. Five minutes, five minutes. Six. They can have a little bit of build up. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it really, he did not announce he was leaving until like 20 minutes in. Yeah. And then it, and then I don't, I, don't, everybody I still think ESPN set him up with the Okie Doke because I'm pretty sure they had that jersey burning on standby. Yeah. Pretty sure. They cut to that real quick. And you know, it's like a nigga was standing there with gasoline and, <laughs> and the cab. You know, the shit that was funny was during the decision, uh, he was like, uh, whoever was that did the interview yeah. was like, Jim does Brown. the team, the team that you're going to, do all the teams know? And he was like, well, the team I'm going to know, you know, at that point right there, Cleveland's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Every team was the Nets, like the Knicks. Like, hey, did you get a call? Did you call? Send the call ID. Oh, check your email. Like, um, the other thing that was weird to me. I'm going to tell you what's, what's mm-hmm. some pissing shit. Yeah. Is that, um, did Pat Riley even go to Cleveland to recruit LeBron? See, that's the thing. Dan Gilbert, this bitter bitch, is looking into LeBron with private investigators trying to see if there was tampering yeah. between Miami what and... What the fuck? No, it's, he's a free agent. But here's the thing. I don't think they're going to find anything. No. Because I don't think you can get tampering if they use another player as the main agent. It looks like Dwayne Wade, in this case, was the main recruiter. 
So, all I, like, you can't prove that those calls weren't just friendship, buddy, buddy shit, yeah, as opposed right. to, so listen, this is how much my contract's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? So they don't really have any, unless they can get Pat Riley coming to visit LeBron or some crazy shit, there's nothing they can do to possibly prove tampering. So, like, I think it's like an airtight deal. If they, if Miami pulled that power move off, that is one of the top five, like, Gambino moves are all time. This is the thing I was thinking about. Like, did somebody get to Chris Paul too? I'm like, listen, dog, start making waves now. So when you leave in your contract, come down to Miami. He's not coming to Miami. Yeah. They're talking about sending him to L.A. Well, they don't have the money. That's the the problem with Miami now is yeah, they, got they no pay cash. three people, and if you notice, they pretty much given up all their first round picks for like four or five years. Like, it's give up this first round pick, and then legally you can't get rid of both. So it's like you give up one first round pick, next year you have one, give up the next one, next year you have one. And I think their their whole thing is like we plan on being in the top like six to ten teams. So or probably at the time they probably plan on being in the top five to ten teams or whatever, you know. Yeah. So like they're like, we're not planning on getting a big time draft pick anyway. We ain't gotta pay anybody. Cause they don't have the money left. Like yeah. they even traded Michael Beasley because they're like, we can't afford this nigga. Yeah, he balling. Yeah, he is balling in Sacramento. Yeah, I think he's only balling to prove them niggas wrong. Hey, don't he look like he one step away from choking or fighting somebody on the court? He always does. <laughs> he always he looks does. Looks like a fucking idiot on the court. I'm yeah. like, man, he needs to get a publicist. And his daddy crazy something. too. His daddy crazy too. His daddy tweeted some shit on Twitter like, they got rid of Michael Beasley because he looked too much like Delonte West. I watched that Miami Heat uh, Minnesota game and Beasley did get hurt. I'm just saying. Hey. Watch him out. Yeah, no, that but Delonte West carry guns. Like he known yeah. for not being on his medication and <laughs> carrying no weapons. Oh, my props to you, Delonte. By the yeah, way, I want to make sure I, 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 I respect uh, what you do. Delonte Dest. The other thing too, man, is like. Owners always get the better end of the PR than the players. Anytime a player steps out of line, it's always considered an indictment on the entire sport and the dude's an asshole and doesn't give it doesn't matter if LeBron gave all the money to wheelchair kids or whatever the fuck, people are like he's an asshole. But your owner can cut your favorite player and send his ass to your division rival <laughs> and it's all good like well you know Philly had to do what they had to do I mean if McNabb goes to the Redskins he just go yeah but he's my favorite player all the time he never did nothing wrong yeah well fuck him he's just a player but meanwhile if McNabb would have started bitching halfway through last season it was like I want to get traded and I only want to go to the Redskins think how think it's the same scenario the same result would have happened, but think how he would have been vilified as opposed to the owner. Remember, they tried to vilify McNabb, and they tried to be like, "Well, McNabb told Andy Reid, yeah. that's my list of teams to go to." Yeah, and Andy and Andy went and did what McNabb told him to do. Yeah, the same way he went and did what um, McNabb told him about bringing Vic. Yeah, but then when Vic started playing good. That was a great decision by Andy <laughs> Reid to go yeah, get Michael Yeah, he lost all was, the, yeah, the power. Was the Monday did, night game. How did he see that happening? Like, he had to be a, like, The Monday night ball. game between the Redskins and the Eagles was some of the toughest TV I've ever watched. Because one, I love me now. But two, these niggas really did pretend that Andy Reid and the fucking Eagles G, uh, GM had the, 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 the idea to bring in Mike Vick by themselves. They didn't mention me now once. 
Meanwhile, the day they announced that they had, it was a Thursday night, the day they announced they were going to get Vic, uh, ProFootballTalk.com went on there and lied and said McNabb didn't know, he was mad, he was going to want out. McNabb did a fucking interview at like, right after the game or either halftime where he's like, yeah, we got Vic, I'm happy for this, you know, I'm glad that we brought him in. Then at the, at the post-game conference, it was my idea to bring Michael Vick in. I don't know why we should be scared of having him. Well, didn't he say prior to that, like, you know, well, Vick's coming out soon. Hey, I think he would be a great addition to our team. Like, yeah, he it, that like here is this like, dude. Months before they even thought about getting him. Right, but owners have better PR, man. Like, you get a better shape from the media when you own shit. It's like, well, you know what? Um... The owner made that decision, and that's why it's good. And that's the fucking end of it. Like, you you know, you might shit on the dude for, like, a couple of decisions. Or you might call him cheap or whatever. But at the end of the day, players always catch it worse than owners, man. Anyway. Well, that's that's because, mm-hmm. you know, don't nobody really give a fuck about owners. Don't nobody buy owners' jerseys. Right. Don't nobody know half the owners' names. Nobody so really right. wants to be owners. Except George They just want to be like owners. Like, that's yeah. the difference. Like... Everybody really wants to be athletes, so they see themselves in the athletes, and that's why I think they're harder on the athletes. And but also, but owners, you just want to be a rich motherfucker. But, but, but like I said, I think it's just because you know who McNabb is. Right. You know who Vic is. Yeah. I bet you 99% of your listeners don't know who owns the Eagles. Right. Don't know the name I don't know. And that nigga, that nigga <laughs> I know who owns the Redskins, but not the, not the and, Eagles. And that motherfucker could walk right by you in the mall. And you would know him. Know. And that's why it's like, well, it's hard to hate and be mad at somebody who's like this fictional character. It's like the Wizard of Oz. There ain't nobody behind, ain't I, nobody I, behind I, the but you I know, agree. But you know, that's my problem with a lot of things. Like... If, like I like I voted against them building the um the Bobcat Arena. Right. I don't fucking pay to go to their games then. Right. Because I voted against this shit and I was mad they built it anyway. Right. You're like that's how I voice my opinion. Right. I can't tell anybody else what to do. You know what I mean? Right. So people that don't support the owners' decisions or the or the team decisions don't fucking go. They yeah. did that to George Sheen. They people don't like, like the game. We don't like George Sheen. Fuck it. We not going well, to the game. You know the other thing. They still have better PR because. George Sheen did some of the shadiest shit you can do. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, not one riot, not one burning. Let's burn all the hornet shit down. None of that shit. LeBron James says, I don't want to be here. Burn his shit. Yeah, Someone did. get security. I want to burn his mansion. Nobody even knows what the fuck George Sheen said. They talking about going to jail. They prepared to go yeah. to jail. Nobody said, I will set my bail money aside in case George Sheen wants to go to New Orleans. <laughs> and George Sheen was raping bitches. Yeah, he was raping bitches. <laughs> He was like the Ben Roethlisberger of NBA owners. <laughs> um, Alright, so our company, we're about to have a holiday party. Y'all have holiday parties? Yes. Yeah. Hey. So I, I got, love mine. I got our invitation. I'm glad you do. Yeah, that's some bullshit. I got our invitation <laughs> today, and it said, company holiday party. And here's the idea they have. You can't bring spouses and shit, right? Just only company employees. Is it so after hours. I mean, you can't bring a spouse. Can't bring a spouse. Yeah, that's some, that's some bullshit. Yeah. That, that's how they do. Oh, Here's in this economy, I'm just happy to be able to do that. anyway. So, <laughs> this, so these motherfuckers is like, look, we will give you. You can bring a present, but you can't buy a new present. You have what? to bring something from your house, gift wrapped, and exchange it. Gag gifts are encouraged, but don't cross the line. 
Does any of this sound wow. like this? it's gonna end well? No, no. hell no. It's gonna That's, end fucked up. Right? I don't want some old used shit from your house. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna end fucked up. None of that. Somebody's gonna bring something sexual orient, or, oriented that they don't have no people. Yeah, like, what's, what's the draw? What's the line? Well, if yeah, you give me the gift, I can tell you now it's probably going in the trash. Unless it was something like I asked for, like what you got downstairs. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, if you offer that to me, you bring that gift around. Appreciate right. it, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, and like, nobody's gonna bring something real nice. No. Nobody's gonna bring anything to slice me. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to this shit. Are they, maybe that's why they did it. They, to save money. It's like, it's gonna be an open bar, but just make it so nobody will wanna attend. Wait, I'll just come and drink all the alcohol. Yeah. It's well, not fun without your wife. Yeah. And you have no driver to take you home. Yeah. Yeah. But at least this is after hours. Ours is like in the middle of the day, oh, that's, doing that's lunchtime. Yeah. Oh, not during lunchtime. I mean, work. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, everybody has to go during a certain period of time. And you gotta go back to work, too? Yeah. Oh, if it's doing work hours, if it's doing work hours, or like the office kind of shut down, straight. Yeah. I told my as boss long as you gotta go back to work, though. Yeah, we have to go to work. I was like, man, I'd rather have a bonus than the Me too. Me too. Yeah. Me too. You spent ten thousand dollars on the party. Everybody five thousand, yeah. give me an extra hundred dollars. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. Good. Keep your money, man. Dude, that's I'm a good video. Man. The one Christmas party that I actually liked, and it was because it was in a small office. It was twenty five of us, so we could bring our um, we could bring our spouse. They had good ass food, and every year they held it at the Omni Hotel, so you could get tore up and just go to your own. That's that was so that was the best Christmas party. Now everything since then just this. Oh, they want to go. Now, shouts to H and R Block. They used to um, throw Christmas parties. Mm -hmm. um, no, not Christmas, but end of the year parties. Yeah. Shouts okay. to them. They would literally. They have a band, open bar. They would give out money prizes up to a thousand dollars. Damn, they're um, doing it right. Here. <laughs> I know. You know, and it, it was minimum. It would be about twenty-five cash prizes. Maybe I need it to maybe put my application in there. people there. I actually like, think we got this monitor for. Did we get this from a Christmas party? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so, so shout out to H&R Block. Out. I will shout out to H&R Block, but they know yeah. that company I don't know about. Yeah, they don't fuck this podcast. Give out bonus. Fuck them niggas. Give out bonus. All right, man, so, all right, you know how some people, it's kind of the popular thing on the internet to kind of hate on Jay-Z? You know, like, it's, it's not everybody. Most people respect him and know, but... There's always a contingent of motherfuckers that gotta be like, that shit wasn't even that good, you know. Now I just If you hate Jay, if you hate Jay Z, go kill you. You better not buy Dakota. I better not hear anybody buying a fucking book just to talk shit about it. That's the dumbest shit in life. If you already not a fan. This book is not going to make you a fucking fan. You're like 15 albums deep at this point. <laughs> you're either in or you're out, dude. Like, I'm not buying the book. You know, I'm a Jay-Z fan. I'm not buying the book. You know what I'm saying? I, I recognize his hustle, and it's smart. You can't bootleg a book. You sure well, 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 hold on. I put y'all on that way. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I mean, Justin, Justin, we're talking about it. Nah, that's an e-book. Yeah, Justin know a barbershop where you can get, like, the Harry Potter cover, but inside it's the code. Harry Potter and the gangster rapper. Um, But anyway, man. I'm mad about the Harry Potter thing, too. Like, they set me up for a whole other fucking... I'm, oh, you saw it? You saw yeah. it? Too? Oh, hold yeah. on, we're gonna get on that yeah, later. Don't, don't yeah, get into that yeah. yet, man. We talk about that a little bit. Um, you remember the Like Mike campaign for yeah. Gatorade? Y'all probably already know this. All right, I, I'm, I'm slow. I didn't get this shit till this year, like a week ago. I didn't even think about it. The Like Mike campaign, the Like Mike campaign was actually targeted at adults. When I was a fucking kid, I thought it was for me because <laughs> you got the little kids singing. 
And you got all the little kids like doing shit in the video, playing basketball. It's all like the whole thing is all little kids. But when I got older, I was like, wait a minute. He's talking about the little kid and every adult because nobody sucks Michael Jordan off harder than the fucking grown ass men that I know. <laughs> like people that's his age worship that motherfucker. You can't say nothing bad about Michael Jordan, dude. He's like, yeah, you know, Kobe's three-point shot is better than Jordan. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Jordan hit eight threes against the Blazers and a half. Like, dog, that was one. I'm talking about percent. We got stats. We got stats I can go to. Fuck that. Yeah, they like, fuck that shit. Jordan's the best. So that commercial was targeted to them. Yep, but you know people make up shit about what Jordan did. It's like it's like urban legends. Like, yeah, don't you know Jordan? Like he was sick for a whole week. He came down to bed. He got up for the game. <laughs> he scored fifty-two against the Knicks. Then he passed out. He had nine threes in the fourth quarter. Yeah. it was amazing. <laughs> like he died. Did you know that? Did you know that he legally was declared dead at halftime of the Jazz game? <laughs> then he came out and scored eighteen more points. Like, the other thing, too, about Jordan, man, and, like, somebody was, uh, I was listening to uh, The Morning Jones, and they were talking, and this dude was like, you know, if he really wanted to win, he would have went to Chicago. And I said, listen, dog, you don't want to you don't, yeah, you don't want to yeah. play in Jordan's shadow, no. literally. There's literally a, a statue, statue of Jordan. <laughs> like, you cannot walk by that on your way to work. Because <laughs> no matter, unless you win seven rings, seven. Yep. Unless you win seven rings, and not only do you have to, not you. only do you have to win seven, you need to win them in two sets of three. Yeah, you need to win <laughs> two sets of three plus one more. You need to have at least uh, seven MVPs on the finals. You need to have at least four or five seasons. Got to win a couple dunking contests. Yeah, yeah, like no, no, nigga, don't do that. And, like, no, that's the only. And they'll have, have to go. win the fight against Joaquin Noah, yeah. which they will yeah. fight. You will have to fight Joaquin yes. Noah, punch him in the face, and still play through it. Like, dude, that, I'm sorry, that is the one place, like, of all the places they say LeBron could go, that was the one place where I was like, nigga, don't do that. Yeah. Every other place I was okay with, even the Knicks, which I don't think will ever win a title while I'm alive, but I was like, even the Knicks will be a better fit than to really go be on Jordan's dick, because that's all they're going to say about your ass. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you know, nobody on their team likes him. Like, yeah. I don't think... Yeah, they hate him. Like, like even Rose... Derrick Rose don't like he him. He may keep it professional, like, yeah, LeBron a great guy. Yeah. But you can see, like, in his face, he's like, man, fuck that nigga. Oh, yeah. chance, nigga. <laughs> but um, anyway, man, so... You can't go there. You can't go to Chicago. Yeah, this, he he would have been better off. Well, Chicago do have a better coach. Yeah. I oh, that. but what I was going to say is... The thing that kills it for me that's that's hilarious is the niggas who are like what Jordan would have done. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? Like, they're like, man, with these new free throws, with these new foul rules, Jordan would have had 97 on Toronto instead of 81. Like, they were on WWJD bracelets. Yes. <laughs> what would Jordan do? <laughs> it is fucking embarrassing. Like, I've never seen anybody on somebody's dick that hard with the ghost and the legend of this nigga is better than anything But you know, it's every, everybody does that. You just think about these old, old ass men. They're like 60. They're like, shit, Jordan ain't got nothing on Bill Russell. Right. Bill Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Iverson averaged a triple-double. You know, that against the fucking the hobbits from the Lord of the Rings was on defense. Like, you know, every, everybody does. Everybody thinks that the best player during their era is the best yeah. player ever. I just, I've never fed into that. I 
I, I refuse to do it. If, I, if it happens to me, I'm done watching sports. So if I get to the point where I'm like, yeah, nigga, but Kobe would have just fucking kill me, dog. The way, the way I once that dude's retired, it's over. The way I look at it is the, the players only get better. So, yeah, that dude was nice back in then, right. but the players are faster, they're stronger, they jump yeah. higher. So, you put this little skinny nigga up against these people who have an insane amount of skill yeah. compared to these niggas back in the day. Yeah. We're dribbling with both hands was crazy. Right. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he, changed from one hand. Yeah. he changed from one hand to the other hand. Yeah, and, He's slightly playing with the new generation. Obviously, quickly shut that down. Yeah, I mean so, the thing is, like, I I, I just don't want to slander Jordan. I want everybody to know I respect him. He is definitely the greatest player I saw growing up. Me too. I do not want to disrespect that dude. That so people go. I know somebody like just just hit send on their fucking email to us right now. <laughs> Say that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, discard that shit. I, Jordan's the greatest player I've ever seen with my eyes. But, the end of the day, the game is tougher to me now. Like, I, I make the Jeff Malone argument. I used to watch Jeff Malone play with the fucking Jazz. And Jeff Malone was like six foot two, could only shoot a jumper, couldn't play defense, slow as fuck. Black dude, couldn't jump. There's no more Jeff Malones in the NBA now. No. Like, if you Jeff Malone, you have a specialty now where it's like... This nigga shoots 70% from three. Like, there's no other way you can get on the court as Jeff Malone. The nigga that can't do anything but shoot a mid-range jumper and and be six foot her. Yeah, like, that dude doesn't exist no more. Like, even the Steve Kerr had a specialty. You know what I'm saying? Like, these, whoever these these other motherfuckers are now, you know what I'm saying? A dude like Hershey Hawkins who could shoot the lights out. But, yeah, that's because Hershey Hawkins six foot two. Not getting defended by six foot six Kobe Bryant, six foot six Trevor Ariza, six foot six any nigga on any NBA team <laughs> on any scrub team too. So, so I, I don't really respect that. So shit. My, my thing is, if Jordan was playing today and he was in his twenties, yeah. Jordan wouldn't probably wouldn't be playing like he was playing back then. Jordan wouldn't look like he looked back then. Jordan would probably yeah. pack on a whole lot more muscle yeah. and would be Stronger. playing a completely different. Definitely couldn't wear that chain in them little ass shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think David Stern was respecting none of that. And shit. he didn't have a jumper back then either. Yeah, well, like the thing is, man, like Jordan was the shit, but he was also being checked by Craig Elo. So like and you know like we like people just lose sight of it. I don't say I don't want to slander Jordan, but people lose sight of it, and and it's like they they forget that shit changes in every aspect of the game. See, this is this is why I think Jordan is great because Jordan revolutionized the game in that era. Yes, now you did. can't compare Jordan to right now, right? Because yes, he 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 this developed all the game. Influence yeah, he, he developed the game and got to this point. But Jordan. Revolutionized basketball. Yeah, definitely. He so created. That's why Jordan, to me, is one of the greatest players. Also, because yeah. unlike every other body, everybody we saw else. It. Yeah, and we saw it. it Jordan, and Jordan pretty much created the six-six shooting guard. He yeah. created that shit. I was gonna say I actually feel privileged to be able to see Jordan play. Yeah, Barkley play, Clyde right. Drexler play. Kobe. And then at the same time, I get to see Kobe. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah, I get to see Iverson. To be old enough to appreciate. I get to see the Tim Hardaway original crossover. Right. And then Iverson yeah. bring the remix crossover. Yeah. Like, and then Derrick Rose with the new new crossover. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like 
Like we we like we had the pivotal point where we get to enjoy all this shit. Yeah. I agree, man. Um, this is a quick random thought, but um, whenever you hear somebody refer to somebody as a maggot in those like whenever they show a drill sergeant like video and like maggot, you would do this, that, and the other. I just realized they are saying faggot, right? <laughs> like now it's all like maggots and food. Yeah, they're talking about maggots and food like. Get on the ground and give me 25 push-ups, maggot! Maggots are nasty. You dick-sucking maggot? Yeah, but yeah, they are really... <laughs> they're really calling them faggots. Like, and it's just... It's just a PC way of saying the same thing that they could say in the 70s and 80s and shit before they reformed the Marines and the fucking Army and made them get on PC. But, like, really, that's all they're saying, man. So, I don't know. It's wow. just a random thought. Um... Female adult actresses, porn stars, <laughs> they need to spray it, don't say it. Okay, that's that is my new phrase because a lot of times, man, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little turned off by the over the top fake orgasms, like yeah. the whole fuck me, fuck shot me, give me that cock, like nobody fucks like that. That's, that would make me look at you like a fucking ex- exhibition at the zoo. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I completely agree. Yeah, cause, can I do anything right? Can I get my stroke in? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's Even like, if it's, it's like, patronizing. Yeah, it's like everything you do is good. Yeah, you're like, I haven't put the dick in yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that feels so good. <laughs> yeah, I want to, like, oh, um, your big cock is in me. Oh, like, it's I'm, not I'm, even I'm, in. I'm putting the condom on still. Yeah. I was just, yeah, if you would give me a second, I would be right with you, ma'am. Yeah, and, and then they got, and then they got the face where they're just looking at the camera, you know, they just, they're just, yeah. it, it ain't like the eyes are rolling. It's two face, man. So I say, look, stop. Show me the money. You don't have to fake it for me. Just spray it, don't say it, is what I'm saying with the, yeah, with the orgasm. I'm going to tell you what's the most hilarious. I mean, they'd be like, put that cum on my face. Or yeah. that in my face. I'm like, really? I, I've never heard. Yeah, that's, that's the only point, because in real life, mm-hmm. I still haven't been shit. my hair. You better not. I got to wash my hair too. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, especially black porn. I'm like, that's only because you get paid. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no black woman that has ever been like, not tell, make sure you get it on my face. Could you not tell the difference in Karen's expression? From nah, we ain't doing that to hell no. <laughs> Don't get that shit in my head. Honestly, man, that's not one of my fantasies, but it's only because I don't have that insecure like power complex. Like, and I'm not. If you have it, you have it. Whatever. You can't. Don't try to change your fantasy because I called you insecure. But if you have it, you have it. But I've never had this like, I need to dominate this bitch and put my seed on her face so she knows her place in life. Like, that is not, that is the worst place to put it. I'll put it like this. It's like, back when I was in college, I was just fucking chicks just to be fucking chicks. Yeah. Then, I ain't give a damn. Right. I I, I pull out, I squirt wherever I want. (laughs) Get on my head. It's like you just mixing it up. Yeah, get on your head and your ear. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, you know, with, with, your, with the woman you love, you know, you don't want to just be like, hey, let me just square all the eyes. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's ah. like, even if it was like a jump off, it would only be out of like curiosity. Like, <laughs> would she let me do this? Like, <laughs> I would, there's never been a point where I was like, I'm ready to come. Let me take this out of the pussy. <laughs> this does not feel good enough for me. I, no. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think for a lot of people, it's just one of those I want to be able to say I did it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think it's it like is. Like a fantasy. Too. And it's like anal sex. You're like, oh God, it's in there. Like after you do it one time, it's like, well, 
Yeah. Like, I'll never do that. Let me just really be frank about this. Yeah. This is what he was And honestly, if you meet the chick that needs to have it on her face. She ain't marriage material. I'm sorry. She might not want to put your dick in there. Just saying, dog. You might have a camera in the back. She's like, the only way I could get off. Like, this is going to happen one time. Like, it's good for my skin. Yeah, um, I think I was on Facebook and got into it with some people because one of my friends posted that whoopings you shouldn't have to whoop your children. I wish I would have seen. It's that not the shit. same. It's not the same for every child. And I agree. I actually do agree yeah. with his line of thinking. Some children don't need to be whooped. No, they don't. But okay, I have met some of them. Most of them need a ass whooping, but some in very rare occasions. Don't need any type of reprimanding as far as, you know, you can pretty much explain to their level-headed ass, and they would do it, right? But, fuck that. I wanted to have some fun. So, I went, <laughs> I went on there and was like, no, whoopings all the time. <laughs> For everybody. Like, Oprah, you get a whooping? Yeah, I was like, Oprah, you get a whooping, you get a whooping. So, like, somebody took me serious, and this lady was like... I want to meet you in real life and whoop your ass. <laughs> right? Right? I don't know this lady. We're not friends. We're not even friends of friends or some shit. Like, she just was like, I will, Roderick, I will whoop your ass when I see you. So, I was like, well, this is my new friend on Twitter, so I, on Facebook. So, I went and sent her a friend request and was like, accept my friend request so you can know where I live. And then we can set up this ass whooping. I was like, how much do you charge for these ass whoopings? <laughs> do I need to bring like a paddle and a, a gag or, you know, you, you bring your own materials? And she was like, I do this pro bono. I was like, damn, she really is serious <laughs> about whooping my ass. But I, I ended up taming her anyway. But I, it made me think, all this to say this. We should have a whooping exchange program. Yep. Cause like some people just don't have it in their fucking heart, their yeah, makeup to spank their children. children. So like, and they need it. That's and they, 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 they children they definitely spanked. need it because they weren't spanked, and they think it's when you spank your children, it makes you feel like you don't love your children. You no, know, and some people did get their ass whooped, and their parents didn't explain to them why they was getting ass whooped, yeah. so right. they didn't understand the point of getting your ass. Or they just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. like, like, like I, but the thing is, I wasn't abused. Spanking is different than getting your ass beat. And I'm not, I'm not advocating abuse. No. I mean, I was joking about it, but I wasn't advocating abuse, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But um, one thing I would say about all this, though, is if you're that sensitive and you can't whoop your kid's ass, don't have kids. Let's just have a whooping exchange program where you could like, drop your kid off. At my place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will do the whooping for you. I don't like bad kids. Mm. Let me let me see you interact with your child for like five minutes, see what the problem is, and I'll let you know if I can do that ass whooping for you or not. You know, if we let, didn't, let uh, you know what the charge would be because different children need different levels of ass. Right, yes, I they see, do. I want a card, mm. <laughs> and like when I like a business card. So like when I go out to like say uh, the grocery store, mm -hmm. and then you see a kid in there, he's like, "Mama, I want Frosted Flakes. Stop getting Toastios." And she's like, "Look." <laughs> Jimmy, just please put the frosted flakes back. He's like, bitch, I do what the fuck I want. <laughs> I just walk up to her and say, here's my card. You two drop him off for the ass with an exchange program. <laughs> and if and like it, it will work this way. We'll if call I it, have kids, call it all. Like, oh, ow. Like, if, like if I have, ow. <laughs> like, if, like if I like if I have kids, I give you a good.
good kid to take out and like get ice cream or do something so nice you with can so experience experience for like an hour and then you come back and pick up your bad kid an hour later after I have thoroughly whooped his ass like, <laughs> I, I don't see anything that can happen you know, on a scale you're like look your child is uh, three so I'm gonna have to get the three inch thick belt yeah <laughs> now if he's really bad and I'm gonna have to get the five inch thick hey. belt and You'll, re- you'll reduce some of it if they bring their own whooping materials. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you, if you, yeah, you show you get twenty percent off for that one. Yeah, yeah. You, if you I show know, me, I like to use my own materials. If you show, well, I didn't say I didn't say I would use them. I didn't say I would use them. But if you show me that you're into this, you know, as a parent, that you're on board with the whooping exchange program, I, I will cut you a discount because it's tough out there for parents, and you could probably save on daycare and shit. Because what's really gonna get your kid to act right? Eight hours of daycare. Or just an ass whooping. Mm. An ass whooping works for like two, three weeks sometimes. It you go, get a good one, it go real I can go a month or two without uh-huh. getting in trouble. You what? just think about that ass whooping. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, can't do that. Ooh, last time I did this, I got an ass whooping. That is a fucking memory. <laughs> that program will work too for women have a difficulty with their men. Yeah, it would. It would. What, ladies? Bring your man to the ass whooping program, <laughs> and we'll set him straight. For yeah, you. let us and see y'all. In the meantime, we're gonna set you up on a date with a real nice gentleman. Take <laughs> you out, wind you in a dime. You know what I'm saying? And your idea gonna make way more money. Than <laughs> yes, way more money. Than this. <laughs> and we'll get to let out all the frustrations <laughs> and beat niggas' ass tonight before I go to jail. Like, like oh, oh, I get the gold brass nuggets. Look, no, 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 I still use the belt. I just turn that bitch around. The only problem would be, uh, you know, it's gonna be some ladies dropping off dudes that didn't do shit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, he won't get it. He, he's not working hard enough. What? Like, what did what did he do wrong? No, you have to have a legitimate reason. His car is not is not a, a 2010. Um, all right, then that's when we beat her ass. So, <laughs> that's, that's when we get Karen and her. So, Karen. Speaking of Karen, Karen is offended. She is a she is upset. When I use the MapQuest app on my iPhone instead of asking her for directions, <laughs> she is jealous of my iPhone's capabilities. Is it a woman's voice? Uh, yeah, it is on oh. MapQuest. But even before it was MapQuest, when it was just maps and it had no voice, Karen would get mad at the thing. She'd be like, "Yeah, I think it's a level up here." I'm like, "The iPhone says make a right," and I make that right. You know what? iPhone was always right. <laughs> like, you know how long I've lived in this city? I know these damn streets. And I think that's the problem I had. Yeah, I was going to say, both of y'all have been here long enough. Y'all should be here. He gets lost No, 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 no. I get lost yeah. all the time. All the time. This map quest yeah. thing saved my friendship. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, where do you stay again? Oh, never mind. I put it in the map. Yeah. But back back in the back in the day when before that shit, man, it was friends. I never went to their house. <laughs> I'm like, man, I go to that place I know around your area. Like, you tell me how to meet me there, there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll follow you back. Meet me at the food line on Sardis, and we'll we'll work this we'll work, this, work our way in. My thing is this: Why the hell you asking me if you're gonna do it through the phone? Just do it through the phone. Don't ask me. I wouldn't even ask. It's rhetorical. She, <laughs> she would get mad when I just pulled it out without asking. She was like, well, I know the way back. I'm like, yeah, but I got the iPhone. I mean, just... And then she slammed the shit out of yeah, your head. Then she's like, I'm going to drop you off at the whooping exchange program. You got to embrace the technology. I do embrace it. I, 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 it's like it's like Fable. You know, it's like having it's like having the um, Fable and the Xbox. At first, you might too much time on the game. Now, you, yeah. you got to embrace it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't embrace it too Xbox much. Live. Don't embrace live. it too much because... 
Todd Diamond is trying to stay up, talk to Karen on the, on the chat. That can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Ty. It's not happening, bro. <laughs> um, all right, man. So the critics on this podcast I listen to called the Slash Filmcast. Okay. They were complaining about watching movies with audiences that clap and laugh too much and all this shit. Uh-huh. You've been a critic too long. Yeah. Well, you I don't appreciate to... the audience to the oh, film. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Audiences have made shitty films for me. Good. Watchable. Yes. Like I've I've been yes. to movies where I was like, if I was in here by my fucking self, I'd kill myself and blow this whole theater up. But the fact that you dumb motherfuckers in here laughing at this bullshit with me, whether you get it or not, most times because they get it though. But when you're laughing at certain things, they make the film better. I watch uh Machete. Oh my god. With a we good audience. Glass watching that. I've talked to people who watched it with bullshit audiences and they didn't like it. So, I mean, I think the audience can't add to it. I don't think there's any reason to be like, the audience is always wrong. I think that means you're a fucking, you've been yeah. a critic too long. Yeah, and so. I, I, I definitely like watching movies with a good audience. Yeah. I just don't like the fucking clapping. Just don't clap. Like you can after, laugh. after the film? Yeah, man, you can, you can laugh, you can joke and all that shit. But don't fucking clap. They're not here. They can't hear you. I know what you're clapping some, for. In some movies, I remember when, when we watched like The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I think all the trilogies, at the end of every single one, the audience clapped. They did yeah. it at the end of The Matrix. <laughs> I actually love the clapping. I love it. Yeah. yeah I, don't, because, I, don't, I don't like the But clapping. only because I've never been to a movie where they clapped and I didn't like the movie. That, true, that shit true. might change if I went to like some bullshit movie and everybody was like, you know what? Tyler Perry got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Go for color girl. Yeah. Like, I'm against this, but... I, I can imagine females clapping at the end of color girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't uh, go to that Even movie. his mama didn't like it, no, sir. No one claps... Can you really clap at the end of a Tyler Perry movie? I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. Really, you do clap I can imagine the them wore their church hats to the movies. They, I can ah, imagine them ah, yeah, the maybe, like they man, were in church. Maybe, that's, I mean, I, I don't go to those movies, so I wouldn't know, but I just can't I didn't even watch the end of it. Like, like those sad-ass movies, black niggas ain't shit and women keep fucking with them. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, that's anyway. my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me. <laughs> um, I, I was listening to the Player Hater podcast, and he was talking to some dude. Hold on, Justin. I, I was going to say, you, the, the sad part is, his market is so huge for what Karen talking about. It's a lot of sad bitches out there. Yes, it is. Y'all really need to reflect on what Karen's saying to change what you're doing. <laughs> Tyler yes. Perry obviously not fixing it for you. A lot of sad no. women. Uh, no. Get you a black man. Stop dating all these white men. No, um, <laughs> I don't even know what the problem is. I'm, I'm staying out of it. I'm happy. I'm staying in my happy bubble. I'm really not trying to fix nobody's problems. No. Like, if you right here about relationship advice, it's at your own risk this yeah. I might just say some shit to fuck with your life just yeah. to see what happens. I tweeted earlier today, I was like, ladies, if your boyfriend your boyfriend probably isn't scared of marriage, he just don't want to marry you. Right. <laughs> see, that's the kind of shit that's the kind of shit that I would like and, to say. Uh, I know that from personal experience. Yeah. I married the chick that I wanted to marry. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to uh, have a friend when she would email me every once in a while about her problems with her dudes or the current dudes she was dating. And my my advice <laughs> would always be to do the wrongest shit possible to the extreme. I would just write a long-ass email. Because I normally get exasperated with people when they talk about their problems and relationships. Because I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But, um, you know, I would write a long-ass email 
basically diagramming exactly what you shouldn't do until she got to the point where she was like, oh, I think he's fucking with me. And then she was like, so do the opposite of this? Like, yep. So, anyway, man. I always blame the female. I always make a dick fault. Right, see, because that's fun. It's it works fun. for Steve Harvey. See, I don't, I don't like, I don't like blaming the females, but that's only because um, I like. First of all, females are the ones that always ask the question, but I just don't like doing it because it's boring. Like, I get so tired of so many people that do it and take advantage of them, like Steve Harvey and all these niggas, Tom Joyner. So I just stopped. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna just start staying out of your fucking problems. It's, I don't care. No, it's what? hilarious. Like if like if she came if a woman came to me and was like, he he keeps cheating on me, he keeps doing this and that, I'm like, maybe you need to suck his dick more. Like if mm, like fix the See, why I, he eating so his dick. I can't even laugh at that because <laughs> and it's not your fault, Justin. That is hilarious uh, by itself. Yes it is. I can't I can't even <laughs> fucking laugh because it's too many niggas that really <laughs> believe that shit and will say it. And because I've heard it so much, I'm just like, I'm out of the game. Like, y'all <laughs> y'all deserve each it's, other. It's hilarious, man. I, that's what I tell them. Like, you know, really, a, a dude's not going to cheat on you if he's sucking his dick right. Like, man, I see, dude, I prefer, I prefer if I'm going to get at somebody, I prefer to get at dudes. Because dudes are way more insecure than women. Like, women are constantly asking about relationships. But men are really the ones that cannot handle advice. Like if I was, like if you said, man, uh, my girl won't do things so just like sometimes. If I was to be like, well, maybe your dick ain't big enough. That's gonna really fuck with that insecure ass dude because there's nothing he can change about his. Dick. He's like, man, my girl just don't want to give me none. <laughs> Sound like you ain't putting it down. <laughs> Somebody's getting some somewhere. Is all I'm saying. And she it ain't you. She's sleeping quite soundly. Isn't yeah, it? like there's nothing. We're not gonna say it. We're not gonna have that conversation with another dude. We're yeah, not well, gonna have not, it at all. none of these people are people I know. Like these are always just some random motherfucker. Like why don't men do blankety blank? Or why don't women do such and such? You know. But I don't think if I ever seen on my timeline a dude was like, man, I think my girl cheating on me. I would be like, oh snap. She didn't tell you about us yet? <laughs> like, like, like fucking with women is so boring at this point because they're the only ones that constantly seek approval of relationship shit. Like, you never, I've never met a dude that was really like, man, I'm 27 and I'm still not married, right? <laughs> What's wrong with me? I've heard, I've talked to multiple women about that. It's not even funny anymore. It's like, because it's like joking about AIDS oh, with an AIDS patient. But a man can get married easy, that's why. Even there's what, a bunch of dead there's no nigga, there. there's no nigga that wants to get married. I can't do it. Shit. I tell him, I feel like, man, you need to start going to the gym more. I, yeah. I just did that, like, actually Saturday, Saturday. I told, him, I was like, you need to start going to the gym. And like, that's funny too, because like, people will tell chicks that that shit is not going to get you married. <laughs> Listen, at first, yes, you you will look better and you will get some more dick if you're not already getting it. It is not gonna get your dumb ass married. Like I always, whoa, find it, whoa, 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 whoa. I always find it funny when people are like, "Man, you know the problem is, uh, fat chicks do such and such." Listen, man, I've seen fat women married. It's not that they, no, it's not just that. Like it's something you can control, and it's just like those Steve Harvey books I was telling you about. You put all the blame on the woman, and then you tell, and which by association makes her feel like, well, I can control my situation. And I can get certain things under control, and then I can get a man. No, you can't control shit. Getting a person in your life is fucking luck. All, all you either meet them or you don't. You either meet them at the right time or you don't. All I'm saying is, how many of these bitches that bought Steve Harvey's book got a man now? 
Right. No, no. Right. And them bitches still sing. They got sing. a shelf full of manly's books. <laughs> no, all it is is... All it is now is... Now they're, uh, they have the authority to give their other manless bitch friends advice. Or they want to go out of What's the one that married the all gay dude? Terry Millen. No, okay, yeah, they got them. a shelf full of yeah. Terry McMillan books. Like, that's the thing. They sit up there with all these damn books, but it's like that Kanye interlude where dude was talking about his dad and his degree. <laughs> <laughs> like, he died and all he had was these relationship books. Like, nobody... The books ain't helping you, dog. Like, not my, helping. my degree is keep me warm and not yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Most of these people going to end up marrying somebody and getting divorced anyway. But anyway, so... But they can say they were married. This all gets me yeah, to this point. Me that too. My favorite. They were talking about um they were talking about gentlemen on the play the podcast. Uh-huh. And the dude was like they kept making multiple references to running your girl's bath water. And it it, it perplexed me because one, I've never done that shit. Yeah, I can't say I don't take baths. I thought I was romantic guy, but I have Two is that really romantic? Like that is if that's romantic, if that's what you a woman considers romance, that's an easy chick to con. <laughs> All you do is turn the water on and go watch sports in it. Like it's the easiest it's not like maybe in the eighteen hundreds when you <laughs> had to like physically heat the water. <laughs> you like to sit out there well. <laughs> You sit out there at forty degrees with a fire underneath a, 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 a tin bucket. Baby, I I I water bath water. Like and even back then I bet you in the eighteen hundreds it was just like Listen, your pussy stank. It's, it's the 1800s. We ain't invented soap yet. We oh need to get shit. you at get you in some water. Like this is all for me to get some. Hey, can, but can you imagine though, like, like fuck, and sitting outside in the fucking snow or a cold ass weather to eat some damn water. Yeah, oh, the slaves did it, dog. The slaves bath. did it. And she's like, nigga, I ain't going outside. It's too cold to go outside. Yeah, yeah. but I've been running your bath water. And like, what are you gonna do? Pick her up and put her in the tub? Like, what is romantic about running bath water? It, this is so like it. This is why y'all single. This is why y'all single. This is the motherfucking romance novel. Yeah, y'all, they put yeah. stock in that kind of bullshit. Did the nigga come home on time today? <laughs> Ask that question. Are your bills paid? Yeah. Does your car work? Are your ties good? Yeah. That's what's making real. Does he like? Do y'all talk? <laughs> have, y'all, have y'all had a conversation? Like, if this nigga is... Romantic is something that you can fake, is all I'm saying. I'm not saying it doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying it's the... Of all the relationship shit you can fake, romance is the most copyable, easiest one to fake. And and my thing is that if if Roger ever run my bath water... That's because I'm soaking it with Epsom salt. Not because I'm trying to be sexy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my back was hurt too yeah, bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Put some Epsom salt in there. Let me soak. Call about dudes that be like, she fine enough to drink her bath water. Oh, that's some bullshit. That's why I don't that's take baths. Oh, that's ass. so disgusting. That's a desperate oh. ass motherfucker right And there. like, opening the door. People that make a big deal about opening the door, they jerks. I'm not saying you shouldn't open the door for your chick. I'm not saying your chick might not want that. Like, I open the door for Karen all the time. And normally it's because she would just stop walking when we get to the door. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, wait for you. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll open. Oh, I'm going in too. anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. But, but if it was something where it was like, say I didn't open the door once or something. I was phoning with the keys. And Karen, we was in the car and Karen's like, I see you ain't open the door for me. Are you fucking serious? I'm like, like yo, oh, get your ass in the car. Yeah, if, if that is an issue for you, what the fuck are we doing together? Like, that should not, for a man or a woman, it really shouldn't be that big a deal. And, and put your perverse out, though. It's just to look at the booty walk by. 
Yeah. That's really. It's, that's normally what dudes do. It's really just a little Like, let me get that for you, sister. Flat booty chick, she always on the outside. <laughs> no, 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 not you. Right? Not yet. Yeah. Flat big booty chick walk by first. <laughs> but yeah, man, like the opening the door, that chivalry shit, man. Like, if it's a really a big deal, there's a good chance that you're way too uptight. And you're easy to fool. Like, anybody that's really into that shit is easy to fool. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. If it comes from a good place, you fucking do it. If that's what you're accustomed to, you fucking do it. But if you're trying to force somebody to do shit, trust me, there's a dude out there watching that's just like, so all I got to do is open the door. Because I already opened the door for all my bitches. So this is nothing to me. It's the same chick. It's the same chick that's impressed by the cheddar biscuits. It's the cheddar biscuits that'll work every time. Also, um, so I was thinking about the Shakeway commercial. Yeah. There's really no reason the Shakeway commercial can't work. Like, I, it looks silly, but as a concept, it makes sense to me. Like, I seen niggas when they come out of prison, like, that motion <laughs> can really firm up and tighten your arm. Like, they always have a good, one good tight arm. So, that must be from the Shakeways in prison. I never felt like the Shakeway worked, but. I mean, apparently, Not conceptually, but, but with that theory, it's yeah. actually genius. One of my arms is a little more defined than the other one. You know what I'm saying? I got a long sleeve, you can't tell. But. I wonder if somebody from prison invented that. Yeah, I guarantee, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I bet a nigga came out of prison and was like, yo, if I would have did this on both arms, I would have <laughs> Um, and, and back to the door thing The biggest reason why I stopped Cause Roderick's arms are longer than mine So a lot of times he'd reach in front of me And he would pop me in the head So what I was like Damn it I'm tired of getting popped in the head I would stand here Well that was cause you didn't know how to listen <laughs> Anyway <laughs> We saw some movies Yeah Karen Again it's always your fault Yeah Karen Maybe you need to pay more attention <laughs> We saw some movies this week mm-hmm. We saw Faster With The Rock Yes oh, With his sexy on. self I enjoyed it man I it did was, too uh, The perfect movie for The Rock like, there's, first of all, very little speaker. If this nigga has a page of dialogue, I'm surprised. It's like Mad Max level dialogue oh, yeah. with him. But it was fit to his character, though. Yeah, but he was like a walking angel of death, yes, man. He was. Every time this nigga got out the car, you was like, oh shit, somebody about to die. <laughs> that was a good killer movie. I loved it, yes, dude. It I loved movie. it. Like, it, it, there were some flaws in the movie. There's a character in the movie that shouldn't even be in there. Like, there's this hitman or whatever in the movie. Really serves no fucking purpose. Like, why are we spending so much time learning his story? Was he a hitman trying to kill the rock? Or yeah, yeah. Eventually, he was trying to kill the rock, but still, even with all that shit, you just like literally. If they took him out the story, it It wouldn't change anything. No, it wouldn't. You didn't learn anything about the rock from that character. You know what I'm saying? You know that was was just the producers like. Brother-in-law who just needed some cash. Maybe, man. Did he have some good quotes at least? The Rock or the No, the, the other guy. Did he had a couple good ones. The Rock had all the killer quotes. Yes, he did. And that was all he said. Yeah. Yes. He was he was a beast, dog. It was on some Dirty Harry shit. He just did nothing but kill, kill, kill. Best movies. Yeah, yeah. I loved it, man. Um, you might have to check it out, dude. Only movie he was actually had some decent lines in, and it was funny, it was um, Be Cool. That, yeah, I actually movie. like The Rock a lot, man. I don't get the hell of actor. Uh, yeah, as a, especially specifically as an action actor, specifically because people shit on the rock, but it's like they can prepare they compare him to DiCaprio or something. This motherfuckers we grew up with watching action movies can't fucking act. Yeah. Are we really being serious? Schwarzenegger, he never even learned English. Stallone, he never even learned English. Bruce Lee, he never even learned English. Like these motherfuckers can't barely speak. 
Dolph Lundgren like this, he could be the king of the action movie by the time he retires. <laughs> just by the mere fact that he can deliver a well-spoken line and he has like three different emotions. Like everybody else is pretty much, uh, maybe even Bruce Willis to an extent. Every other action star we have is pretty much kill a dude, one-liner. Kill a dude, one-liner. That's what we're waiting the whole movie. The Rock is able to actually make me like Gridiron Gang. Yeah. Like he, I, there was a scene in there where he got a little dusty in the theater. Where I was like, oh, he ain't know his pops, huh? <laughs> like, that, like that was actually no. There's no other action star that I can think of. Even like Jason Statham, there's no other action star where I can say has exhibited a range of emotions. Yeah, be cool. You, you brought up be cool, yeah, right? Be cool is a good movie. For, He's for funny as shit playing a gay country singer. Yes. Come hilarious. on, dog. Come on, dog. Who else could do that and be and also star in a movie where you shoot motherfuckers in the head with a thirty eight? Hilarious. Nobody. Him dancing. Did you see his video? Yes, at the end. Hilarious. Like you said, you better not touch my man or something like that. Um, Look at hilarious. Alright, so the other movie we saw, and this is the blockbuster. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yes, it was actually oh, really good. It was off the goddamn chain. Yes, it was. The book is better. It's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that. Are you, are you a damn reader? What are you doing in here? He's that guy. But, um, so we saw it, and I'm about to spoil it for some people. If you ain't seen it yet. Spoiler alert. Uh, let's say skip ahead. Where's my phone? I'm going to time this shit. We're going to have y'all skip ahead about three and a half minutes because I don't want to not have to talk about this shit. And what kind of fan are you if you haven't really already seen the movie? You know what I'm saying? So let me put on the stopwatch and you can skip ahead like four minutes right now. Man, this shit was so good. It was dark compared to the other ones. Very. It was the first time I was legitimately scared for any of them little kids. Yes. Before this, I always felt like shit will work out. Dumbledore come through and save them or whatever. And I don't know about you, but I, I haven't read the books. So I only watched the movie. Uh, nah, I, I haven't seen the book movies either. Okay, cool. So you out of this. Yeah. So, the um, the dude, when Dumbledore died in the one before this, I was like, he gonna come, come back. back. Yeah. That's exactly what I said too. Dumbledore always saves the day. But I nah, like I don't. Really did. I don't think he's coming back. Thanks. Like, well, he will always show up and be like, "Get over, Harry!" And like, shoot some <laughs> shit, and then Voldemort be like, "Damn it!" and they leave. I thought it was gonna be like that, or he was gonna come back like Star Wars, how they had his ghost, yeah, like, like speaking to Harry or something like that. Right, like I, and he kept looking at that piece of mirror where he could kind of see Dumbledore, but Dumbledore never really did anything. Like he looked at the mirror piece one time. And say we need some help, and Dobby showed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even then, like, there's no real proof that I thought Dumbledore was gonna come back to life. He did not. That nigga is dead. I'm gonna miss my dude, dead Dumbledore. Dead as a doorknob. Yeah. Like, he might have been gay and everything, but he was a fucking man. Yes, he I, liked the knitting books, but he, yeah. <laughs> it was all good, though. I was just mad about it because they spent all that time in the fucking woods. They did spend a lot and of that's time what in the woods. Me off about the movie. They that's, did. And after that, I was like, Man, fuck this movie. And it made me not want to look at the rest of the movie all because they was in the woods. Uh, well, I was. That didn't piss me off at no, all. No, but they did spend a lot of time in the fucking woods. They had like a lot of character development in the woods. Yeah. I mean, I understood the point behind it, but I it made me mad. I was like, man, fuck this. I'll, listen, at least kill something in the woods. Like, like, do something else in the woods. See, I, got, I think they did such a good job at the beginning of the movie setting that tone of like, any wrong step... They could get caught by the Snatchers, the Ministry of Magic, or the Death Eaters. Yeah. So it was like, they can't make a wrong step. Like, so them going to the woods, I figured they was going to be there for a while. Because it was like, 
Um, they was running for their Where lives. the fuck else y'all gonna go? You can't go to nobody house y'all know. Mm-hmm. Like, even when they, and they did a good job, because, like, when they showed up, like, in, um, when they found the uh, sword, whatever that town was, where his parents got killed. Mm-hmm. Like, when they showed up there, I was like, man, y'all better get the fuck out of there, man. <laughs> that ain't gonna wait, wait, Like, that, that was a good feeling to me. It, it was so dark, and the wood scenes were always dark, too. Like, they'd be in a tent at night or some shit. It was never like them just having a good time in the woods. They stressed. Yeah, it was always some fucked up shit. And man. then they started fighting with each other. Then your boy disappeared. Showed yeah. back up. Weasley. Yeah, I, I like that part, too. I got all the magic tricks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, come on. Everybody should have wanted their own little mission from that point. See, I like Weasley disappearing and coming back because I felt that coming. Like, he always felt like there was this love triangle between them three, and that had to work out somehow. And it was cool that it came to a head. We only had 20 seconds left, so I'm going to have to tell him to move on in about 24 seconds. But, um, anyway, man, so, that like, the other thing, dude, my dude, Dobby died, man. Yes, the little small elf thing, remember? Oh, yeah. Harry, elf, Harry has set him free. Yeah, he's like, Dobby is free, elf. You talk kind of like Elmo, but yeah, he, he, do. he was adorable with magic powers and shit. When he killed the chandelier too, I was like, mm, she should have just still moved to the side. But hell, right, hold on, hold on. listen, I know y'all back from the break. It's like three minutes and thirty seconds. Move on. Move on like another three minutes. I'm going to keep talking about this shit. Harry is just that good. It's too good. I can't let it go. Spoilers all over the place, man. Y'all missing it. Yeah, but, but, um, but when the chandelier fell, I feel like she should have just dragged the girl with her and been like, okay, the chandelier fell. I'm still going to kill this bitch. But Dobby, but Dobby wasn't trying to kill her. Dobby only sought to maim or injure. That's what he said. <laughs> and when Dobby, Dobby died, man, I was so sad, her. man. He's like, Dobby just want to mango minge you. He don't want to hurt you. Dobby was oh. my nigga, dog. I can't believe they killed Dobby, man. Like, he went out like a G, though. Like, he went up in there with nobody else would have and was like, I got y'all. Fuck Bellatrix. Get money. You know what I'm saying? And tried to save everybody, dude. But I knew he was gonna die because he was too fucking adorable. He was yeah, like cute. the black dude in Forrest Gump. When you just <laughs> you loved him way too much. And then they took out uh, Mad Eye. My yes, dude. the crazy dude with the with the eye patch. Yeah, the, with the eye patch, there's an actual eye that's always moving around. He was only in the beginning. He got killed like right away. As soon as they hit the cloud. Transporter. The guy yeah. Was, oh yeah. Dog, he was my dude. He, they got him, dog. I couldn't believe that shit, man. That was now that was cool. How they transformed everybody look like Harry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> then they got dressed all in the room. The girl she turned into a boy. They had a bra. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, this some funny ass shit, right? There. Yeah, my dude, uh, Voldemort, dog. He he didn't have a lot of shit to do in this movie, but that little thug like party they had at the beginning was gangster. Damn, they was gangsta dog. They ate the bitch with the snake. <laughs> yes, you gotta watch it. And why were they so scared? Of, like, they were so scared to give up their wand to him. Why? Why were they so scared? I, I was wondering too. Like, does that mean he had that you his bitch now? Is that oh, like, or either you may have lost your power, but I mean, because that's the whole purpose is your magic is through your wand. It was yeah. funny. He took your boy wand and broke it. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> was fighting Harry. Yeah. yeah. No, what I'm talking about when he the, at the beginning at the table, he was like, I want your wand, and dude was like. Oh, yeah, he broke the handle off to see what the core was made of. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, why did you have to break his fucking wand to do that? Then he was like, nah, I don't want this. Dude, <laughs> dude was looking like a little bitch. And that locket, man, that locket was the most evil piece of jewelry since Jenna Jackson's <laughs> nipple ring. Like, yes, it was. It just made you turn into it. Like, it made you constantly be on your period or something. <laughs> like, they was flipping on each other for no reason and shit. Like, I've been here all day. 
That's how evil do, I guess. Why couldn't they just sit the locket down? I, don't, I never understood it. Like, when we're in the tent, just sit the locket on the ground. See, and this is the other thing, too. Like, by all that time they spent in the woods, if by part two, it's not this big ass, I'll need to see a big ass fight scene. Yeah. And From what I've heard, where people transform into, like, it's a lion against a tiger or something. Like, I, I just need to see. Some big ass fight scene or something. I don't like know, man. I'm in. No matter how they end up, I'm in. And I did see my man Harry did try to get him some pussy. And I was so proud of that. Yes, I was so proud of that nigga, man. We've been waiting like six, seven movies. But he's been on her though. He's been on her for a while. Nah, nah. He tried to get some of her Miami on the low. When they was dancing. Yeah. I know that move. <laughs> I know that move. See, they all, all these niggas in the tent at night. By themselves <laughs> dancing the music. Yeah, you book readers know what happened. Yeah, they tried to make it seem like, oh, they just dancing nah, like kids. No, I slept with that chick. Yeah, I know that move. He's like, oh, why don't we have a little dance? Oh, my hands on your ass. My bad. <laughs> so that, was, but yeah, the other chick though, Weasley's. I don't understand how you gonna date Weasley's sister though, cause like y'all my boys and shit. But if y'all had a sister. If she kind of looks like you, I can't date her. <laughs> like, that's, I'm not that's trying to fuck Justin. That's how they roll. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. also, man, muggles or muggles. That's what they call them. Whatever they said, they can't little, mix or something. A little too close to niggers. <laughs> <laughs> and they treat them like niggers. Like, oh, you a nigger born. We need to catch him. Yeah, you what you doing using magic, nigger? He did flip out at the beginning about her talking about they can coexist. Yeah. Like, hell no, bitch. And they had her floating in the air for a long time. He was like, I told you to keep that bitch quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, my bad, my bad. Why would anybody want to roll with this nigga Voldemort? He has the worst treatment. Like, only Darth Vader has treated his subordinates worse than that. Yes. Like, the plan, the working plan now, man, I hope they got good insurance or something. Cause I hope they do. He kills people for nothing. Yeah, he treated like the light-skinned dude on, on New Jack City. Yeah, like when the one... Brown treatment. Uh, yeah, when that one, it did seem like that scene. <laughs> and the one part where he was talking to the people at the table, and he asked homeboy a question, and as he's talking, they pan down and show the snake is all coiled up looking at dude like it wants to strike him. Like, I would not work there, dog. <laughs> like, he got on snake for being late to the meeting. Nigga, I'd be late to everything. Every You have a fucking pet snake, dog. That's, yes. We can't they can roll. Eat, they can eat whole people. And I think for me, the scariest part of the movie for me was uh, the lady that had went to go see that witch lady. Yeah. And uh, the snake had ate her. And uh, she turned into a snake and just started attacking Harry in the room. I yeah. love Harry. I like think he's going down. I'm going to have to watch it again. Yeah, you know, that shit was good. You know, I, you know, I go to my free thing. You know, I be... Yeah, I get up. Go yeah, you probably be in that tech, texting. Go get time to eat. Talking on the phone. You know, turk. You know, I be. Yeah. <laughs> what you want, boo? Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I watch movies. I pay for my shit. So I, I, I get all my money's worth. Previews, everything. We pay for IMAX money. Yes. Yeah. $12, my ass will be there the entire movie. So anyway, man, I just wanted to talk about that movie. I don't want to. Anyway, yeah, go sit yeah. here. It's a good movie. Check that shit yes. out. All right, let's do some news. We can get out of here, man. You know, we they, got back. They need to do it your way, though, is watch it from the beginning. They need to yeah. do it. Yeah, I watched them all from the beginning. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't email me telling me the movie's bad and you diss your first Harry Potter movie. No, we can't talk. No, suck my dick. <laughs> uh, Facebook causes one in five divorces. Man, there's four people in here, so... Mm. 20% uh, chance. Actually, it'll only be three marriages in there, so. Yeah, so. Oh, maybe we all say. Yeah, we say. Yeah. You bring anybody else in here, they in trouble. trouble. Face, Facebook or Twitter uh, uh. 
Facebook and Twitter may have helped unite many people across the globe, but a survey revealed that one in five divorces in the U.S. now involve the most popular social networking sites. According to the survey by the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, a staggering 80% of divorce lawyers have also reported a spike in the number of cases that use social media for evidence of cheating. Damn. Yeah, so how'd you passwords? Flirty messages and photographs found on Facebook are increasingly being cited as proof of unreasonable behavior or irreconcilable differences. Many cases revolve around social media users who get back in touch with old flames they hadn't heard from in many years, the Daily Mail reported. So maybe that pastor was right. He's like, I might have threesomes, but I have a point, too. <laughs> that shit was funny. <laughs> they whack as hell. Like, I, I even have some friends that I go back and edit, and they're not allowed to look at certain pictures. Yeah. Like, the only thing you can look at it is, not even, they, I don't even think, they, some people can't even post shit on my wall, I've been told. Yeah. And I, I was like, really? really? Yeah, sometimes it blocks me from posting on Justin's wall. We cool. I just, <laughs> not like I was going to go on there and post some bullshit, but I just don't care. Like, you got your own privacy settings for whatever reasons you yeah. need. But, I, but I, it's only certain people I put on there. I, I haven't blocked you from anything, but it's yeah. like certain people. Maybe I it's just like, my phone. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck. But the way I look at it is, if I had you as a friend, I don't have shit on there. Yeah. That I need to block from you. So if I don't want you to see my shit, I'm gonna just ignore your friend request to begin with. Well, I have my privacy setting set up with groups, and I do put people in certain groups. Like I don't want coworkers in the same group as Will, cause that's shit I want to say to Will, and I don't want my coworkers to see. True. Um, yeah. Facebook was by far the biggest offender, with 66% of lawyers citing it as a primary source of evidence in a divorce case. MySpace followed with 15%. <laughs> Are you still on MySpace? Yeah, if you still on MySpace, get the divorce. Them old niggas. I was going to say, those some stupid motherfuckers anyway. Like, they need, they was going to get caught. You didn't care, y'all. You brought that <laughs> Right. I got my pants, I'm sorry. They, they stupid anyway. Like, why are you doing all that? Like, since, like, if I'm cheating, I'm never sending a text. I'm yeah. not going to ever put no picture send of that, us. You send the text and he immediately delete that shit. Like, well, no, nah, I mean, I'm no, just saying. When you they with, save the text on the other end. Like, when you with your other woman, just don't tag her in the photo is all I'm saying. Like, just leave that out. Just, why is she, why are you even taking pictures with her? Yeah, like, I'm just like, joking. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach y'all fools to fish. Right. I'm trying to teach y'all how to cheat. Twitter at five percent and other choices lumped together at <laughs> other choices lumped together at fourteen percent. The survey found. I well, I missed the joke. What happened? I just said. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't. <laughs> now, what he said was is something you and I discuss often is that if you cheating, don't tell me because it's gonna come out if I'm in front of your wife or your oh, girl. Yeah. Like like we're not gonna ever like don't ever have that conversation with me. It's not even that it's gonna come out. Just don't involve me, period. Like I'm not, I'm not lying for you. Is yeah, all I'm saying. I, I but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not telling on you. But I ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? Your girl called me and say, "What about that time y'all went to South Carolina?" I'm like, "Me and Justin ain't never been to South Carolina." Really? When well, he told me, well, really, I gotta go. <laughs> Sounds like y'all need to talk. But if we in this room and like, I might forget. I'm like, man, Rod, remember the time we went and did? Oh wait. Then I'm gonna be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. Yeah. You know, at that point, it's awkward. I'm just gonna shut up. But then Karen gonna be looking at me like, no, I finished the story, motherfucker. No. <laughs> All right. So I'm shutting the hear. door. Finish the story. Speaking. <laughs> well, speaking of invasions of privacy. Uh. White lady in a wheelchair clowns in TSA line in a black lace bra. <laughs> Tammy Banovac 
is obviously one airline passenger who doesn't believe in flying under the radar. The Oklahoma City woman, a retired surgeon who uses a wheelchair, tried to clear security at Will Rogers World Airport Tuesday wearing just a bra and panties, all the while clutching a small white pooch. People noticed, according to the Oklahoman, the 52-year-old Banabak, who looks pretty good for a 52-year-old woman. Look at this picture. Yeah, she, she looks pretty good. Fifty two. Come on, man. Yeah, she done had work done. Yeah, she oh, probably boy. she's a surgeon. She's probably a plastic surgeon. Yeah, right? she probably did her own work. Look kind of like a Barbie, but don't she, she go? She well, looks pretty good. Fifty two. Um, she exercising. Yeah, she gets it in uh, in a wheelchair somehow. Um, she arrived at the airport wearing a trench coat, but disrobed when it came time to go through security. An incident captured by a fellow flyer and posted on YouTube. Vanderbeck, uh chose the more than half-naked approach because she claims she had previously had an unpleasant hands-on experience at the airport. So basically she said, look, I went through last time my wheelchair and they gave me the hand search. Yeah. All I got to say, I'm not reading the rest of this, all I got to say is, come on, nigga, stop. Stop tripping about getting felt up at the airport. Go they have a woman. Fucking, they have a woman fucking, do it. Uh, go through fucking scanner thing. Yeah, and they have a woman do it. It's yeah. not like it's not like they had some dude. Like Rubbing they like whenever they say right. <laughs> <laughs> whenever they describe this shit, they always make it seem like some Japanese pervert tentacle monster jumped out of this fucking <laughs> ceiling and <laughs> fucking start fucking you yeah. in front of everybody. Like, calm down. This. Somebody touched your ball sack. It'll be alright. It it really will be okay. You can also go through the machine that shows a picture of yourself. She's fifty two. She ain't bad looking. Go through the fucking scanner. Let them take a picture. Like they they really act like somebody is in the back room is, jacking off to these pictures of people. Like oh yeah. Oh, my thing oh. is if, if you willing to go through the fucking thing in your drawers and panties, right. then why the fuck are you ashamed to go through the little scan thing where somebody in another room can see through your clothes? You doing the it's same damn thing. Speaking of, she just wants some motherfucking attention. Speaking oh, yeah. of attention, classroom beating. Florida student gets pummeled while teacher sits back. The pummeling of a Palm Beach, Florida middle school boy by another student has infuriated the boy's family, who says the teacher did nothing but sit by his computer with while the fight raged in his classroom. Video of the fight between Joshua Poole, 13. And Jaiga at his Jaiga Middle School, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> Classmate shows Pool swinging wildly as he is punched repeatedly before falling to the floor. Now, first of all, if he's swinging wildly, that's a fight. That ain't not, that ain't no beatdown. <laughs> and they don't pay teachers to be police officers. But it's still a beatdown because it sounds like he won't get no losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, save my son, he was losing. Yeah. Well, this is how you learn. <laughs> Ask with an exchange, nigga. Um, <laughs> The teacher's inaction was reportedly due to a school policy that staff can only intervene after undergoing training, according to the school district. Hmm. The type of policy run amok is the growing problem in schools across the nation, yeah. uh, according to Carol Sumbich, a pro professor at George Washington <laughs> University Graduate School of Education and Human Development. My, my problem with this is that you can't have it both ways. You can't want a teacher to jump in, but the teacher jump in, put their hands, and they end up getting a black eye, breaking a bone or something like that. All of a sudden, they're out of work. It's not, a, breaking right. up it's a not even that. Remember when that one teacher 
uh, jumped in and was fighting that little boy and she got suspended and got fired, the black lady. Yeah. Well, she was saying that she was sticking up for this other little boy who was getting beat yeah. up and shit and she got in trouble. So, yeah, right. I'm like, if I'm a teacher, well shit, the last teacher to put some hands on a kid yeah, yeah, lost right. her job. I got kids to feed so yeah, you don't have to get your ass beat. I don't think Dr. Sumbitch did her research. Yeah. She only interviewing um, the, the one side of the story. She interviewed the kids that get beat up. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? She feels sorry for people. Yeah, you got like, That was research. me in high school. In the past, <laughs> in the past, there have been many families. If the child gets injured in any way by an intervention by a teacher, there have been instances where the teacher has been reprimanded. Yes. Those policies protect the school. They protect the teacher. But we are realizing now that they don't protect the child in those situations. And the main thing here is people want it both ways. Yeah. Yes. You want the teacher to come in and step in when you feel it's right. And you want the teacher to mind their fucking business and keep their hands off your child when you don't want them to. And every parent, every group of parents, whatever, draw the line different places. No, it all depends on who your child is. If your yeah. child is getting their ass beat, the teacher needs to step in. But if your child is beating the ass, then you need to mind your business. Yeah, I just think in general, parents draw, like, just like we had the discussion on Facebook. Some people like never touch a child. Some people like beat them all the time. As a joke, that was me. But so, but the point being that like people draw the lines different at different places, and no one's right in every scenario. Yet somehow we expect teachers to always get the shit right. That's ridiculous. They're just humans, man. She um, needs to teach her son to shut the fuck up, so the bully won't be trying to fight him. <laughs> or or enroll him in karate. Either one, whatever works. Uh, new driving legislation bites man hard. Milo Yakubuchuk <laughs> admits after a, drive, a night of karaoke and drinking earlier this month that he was rowdy, loud, and inebriated, but was certain of one thing. He wasn't about to drive home. Despite his preparation, Milo ended up with his vehicle impounded, a driving prohibition, and estimated fines of at least $4,060. Milo says that he received the roadside prohibition uh, obviously, this happened in Canada because no one said no prohibition. Yeah. Ro roadside prohibition means they caught you with illegal alcohol in America. Prohibition is a naughty word here in the States. Not because he was driving while intoxicated, rather because he was questioned by the RCMP officers about his rights. I wasn't going to refuse to do the test, but I wanted to ask a lawyer first. The RCMP officer said that refusing because I was being charged with anything and didn't need a lawyer. Um, the incident began after Milo exited the establishment he was visiting November 10th and realized his designated driver had left. He admits he was a bit angry being left behind and walked home in hopes of finding his friend. I went for a walk and had a coffee and calmed down a bit. I went back to the bar because my car was still there and I had parked in the front entrance. Milo says that his, because the door was unlocked, he pushed his car about three feet out of the way but asked the employee to call a taxi to take him home. Uh, officer saw Yikabuchuk moving the vehicle and asked to administer a breathalyzer. So did he push the car with his hands? Or did he, did or did he drive the car? Like, I don't like, if you're driving the car, then I guess technically that's driving while drunk. But you know, he he did have a good point. Mm, I need to consult with my lawyer first. And yeah. can you do that? Like, if no. they pull you over here, but like, take, take this breathalyzer. You can't do that in America. Mm. You can. That is, a, I mean, you can deny doing the test. 
But that is basically considered a guilty admission. But, but what I'm saying though is, is that it's kind of like they forcing you to take this test to admit your guilt. But by you saying, I need to have a lawyer present before I before I do anything that could incriminate myself. Well, you, you gotta understand that that, that like it, it's you can say no, and if you do, your license is what like automatically. Uh, yeah. Automatically no. gone for a year. Yeah, my boy just went through this. He yeah, had, he was he had a point oh nine. For those that don't know, the legal limit in North Carolina is point oh eight. Should have had one more glass of water, bro. <laughs> I should have gone jogging a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you gonna wait for your lawyer to get here, what your lawyer gonna take an hour, and now your alcohol level is dropped by yeah, everybody would use that shit. Yeah. So, but the main the main thing here is, I'm with Justin. You really don't have the option. No, you don't. Like it's like they it's one of them like catch twenty. It's like when I went to court for my speeding ticket when I was like seventeen, and the dude said, "Do you plead? How do you plead guilty or not guilty?" I said, "Not guilty." And he said, "So uh, are you responsible?" And I said, "I'm a responsible person." Gavel bang, four hundred dollars plus court costs. Get the fuck out of here. He didn't give a fuck. Like he tricked <laughs> me. That's what the police are doing. They're basically like, "Oh no, you got a choice. You can either take this ticket now, or you can take this ticket tomorrow." <laughs> Either way, you going to jail with us, brother. Um, speaking of going to jail, West Palm Beach woman charged with stabbing boyfriend repeatedly with fondue fork. Damn, oh. <laughs> long motherfucking fork sentence. Yeah, she can stay off. She must have just finished watching four four colored women. A 39 year old woman was charged with aggravated battery Tuesday night after stabbing her boyfriend with a fondue fork. How old? 39. Yeah, see, she's been watching too many Tyler Perry. Yeah, she like, I'm by myself. I need to ask for advice. And Justin's like, well, you know, if you would suck that nigga dick, next thing you know, she's stabbing over the fork. She should have listened to my uh-huh. advice and sucked the dick. Put the fork down, ladies, and suck the dick. She's like, I've sucked it enough. He still won't come home on time. <laughs> Darnese Carroll of West Palm Beach left the house when she and her boyfriend started fighting and threw a rock through the window. Then she went back inside, grabbed a fondue fork from the kitchen, and stabbed her boyfriend in the head. Damn. Abdomen. <laughs> the fuck? Abdomen and stomach. Damn, they call wheel attention. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, people get stabbed in the in the, the yeah, chest right. and shit, but you stab somebody in the head, man, they ain't coming back from that. The report said when police arrived, Harold's boyfriend was standing on the porch with his shirt lifted to expose two fourth inch, one fourth inch cuts on his chest and two one fourth inch cuts on his stomach and a couple scratches on his sides that were bleeding. Man, she didn't. That ain't no fucking stab. That's yeah, a, that's, dog, a, you're that's right. a poke, man. He a bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This shit is a quarter inch. I'm like, girl, you better kill me. You know what? Yeah. Is that the knife you're using? She is. So you, that bitch. But, but no, yeah. man, you know what she's doing? She gave him a little poke. It was like, motherfucker, next time, I'm going all the way in. Yeah, now tell me whose number this is. Uh, Harold's boyfriend told police he didn't need medical attention for the stabbings. He just wanted his window fixed. He's a, that's a man's man. <laughs> All right. Uh, three arrested in strangling of Concord chickens. The fuck? Ah! Police, police oh, they say... Were, they were choking their chickens. Police say... <laughs> <laughs> police <Strangling> say... <laughs> police say three teenage boys... <laughs> well, let's choke chickens in. <laughs> I already know how this is. <laughs> have been released into their parents' custody after being arrested in the strangling of two chickens. <laughs> the boys, two 15-year-olds and a 14-year-old, all from Concord, were arrested on Wednesday on suspicion of burglary and animal cruelty. A school resource officer at Monte Elementary School allegedly developed evidence of this incident, of their involvement. 
Uh, police say Lenny, a Rhode Island red chicken, and Maxine, they named the chickens, were killed. Uh, Why are you naming these chickens like they're fucking people? Man. They were killed November 24th and November 25th. Well, I tell you, the Maxine was really good. I fried the deep hard. <laughs> delicious. Seriously, they act like they weren't going to eat these chickens or something. No, those are naming chickens. You uh, can't put them on a toasted uh, no. bun. My grandfather had a pet chicken. My grandfather won't eat chicken to this day because he had a pet chicken and my grandmama killed it. <laughs> <laughs> and ate it. Oh, <laughs> man. The elementary school teacher found out about it. Like, yeah. How do you develop that? Like 14 and 15. They should be in fucking high school. Maybe he was a pedophile. He's like, I'm looking for some boys choking their chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, y'all took it literally. <laughs> I gotta turn this in. Nah, it's too much evidence. Uh, Nicki Minaj has the number one selling female rap album in the first week of all time. Thanks, Lil' Kim. That's serious? all I wanted to say. That's wow. all I wanted to say. Thanks, Lil' Kim. I'm not reading the rest of that story. Just thought you guys Did you see this where we just slapped on the butt? Yeah, I heard about that. I don't give a fuck. Um, but she, honestly, Nicki Minaj does not move my meter. The only thing is, people shitting on her album real hard. I heard a little bit of it. It ain't that bad. Like, she ain't got to be the worst or the best of me. She's just a chick. The only problem with the game is, there's not a real versatility of female MCs. And there never has been a point where you can have six, seven, eight women doing well in rap. It's always, Missy's hot. No other chick can be hyped. So that's that's kind of whack about rap in general. And you really got to search for women that can rap. You got to find them. You got to go Google them, look on the internet. You cannot just be like, turn on the radio. Oh shit, there's Lyric Jones. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be like, find this motherfucker. Anyway. Mokina cop zapped by taser and arrest. A Mokina police officer was shot by his own taser gun during the struggle. What's up, Glenn, man? See, man, that, that the taser is dangerous. You just need hey, proper training. Need class. You just need I, proper we, training. Didn't, we didn't say it wasn't dangerous. We didn't say you didn't need training. It's better than guns. We said it's better than getting your ass shot yeah. with a gun. Because imagine him getting shot, shot with a gun. Every time you, like, that's funny because these articles always have these taser mishaps and everybody gets off on this tangent of, like, well, look, if you didn't even have a taser, if you didn't have a taser, the nigga would probably be dead with two in his chest. No, nigga, Plaxico survived. Yeah, but where is he now? Where is he now? The incident incident began with the patrol officer saw 26-year-old James Ambrowitz driving his Mustang and doing burnouts in the parking lot in 191 South, a restaurant and a bar. Uh, Employees of the bar ran outside and told Ambrowitz... Told police that Everett was a former police uh, pizza delivery man for the restaurant and had been screeching his tires and causing damage to the parking lot. So he must have just got fired. Like, why would you do that? But how was tires causing damage to the parking lot? They that shit was annoying. That's all that was. Like it's damaging the concrete. Really, it's damaging his tires. That's what that's what screeching means. Yeah, and he can't afford them now because he's unemployed. Basically, they were just like, look, uh, you need to come get this nigga. So, uh, let's see. A second police officer arrived and they began chasing him up a hill into a wooded area shouting taser, taser at him and demanding that he stop. See, you shouldn't even have to. That's the point of a taser. You shouldn't have to warn him. Just zap that. Why did he get out of his car? I mean, he should have sped off. He was fucking doing donuts and shit. He a dumbass. Yeah. Uh, Instead, he grabbed the taser with both hands (laughs) and tried to pull it away. During the ensuing struggle, the taser went off causing both men to receive a shock. Aww. The police officer then strung Amber Wits a second time in the lower back and was able to handcuff him. Handcuff him. 
So you know what? I, I, I would I would have so stunned that nigga right in his nuts. He <laughs> said at the police ah. station, everyone's congratulating himself for his actions, telling police, <laughs> at least I had the guts to try to get the taser from the officer instead of taking a shock like a sissy. Now that is a good guts and sissy are both in parentheses. <laughs> so what he probably said was well, at least I had the balls to try to take the taser from the officer instead of taking a shock like, like a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> that's the real version. Yeah, that's what he really said. He probably man. called him a pussy too. Yeah, he know he was. The, um, the other thing is, did cops carry the batons anymore? Uh, the little billy clubs thing they used to beat people with. Do they carry those anymore? Yeah, yeah, it's called nigger beaters. Yeah. Yes, they mm-hmm. still have them. Oh, uh, they still have them. You, you don't want to find out. That's what I'm asking. Not just <laughs> give me the taser. <laughs> uh, men admit to buying other other half presents they'll enjoy more for themselves. Four out of ten men admit to buying their woman presents that they will enjoy more for themselves. Um... Game consoles, DVDs, digital cameras are among gifts with crafty blokes who have splashed out this Christmas, which they will get to enjoy too. Y'all ever do this? Like buy your no, girl man. something? Nope. They are the top ten things. I just the list is DVDs is number one. I like those. So it's like here's Hangover, and she's like, I don't like comedies. Mm-hmm. Where's Four Color Girls? Like, nah, <laughs> Hangovers was what they got. Yeah, I get the gifts that so that she can go do her gifts and. Spend her her time, right? And I can have my me time. Digital camera. It's also for the dude. I like everything on this list. Yeah, that's yeah. Really, you know, women don't know how to cooperate. Don't know how to work. Technology. They call me y'all. They actually call me y'all dumb, Karen. Yeah. Not me. Not me. The article. Yeah. <laughs> Laptop. I like that too. Tickets to a concert or event. I'm on top of. I'm that. not sure how that's like. What? Oh, you take it to a basketball game? Yeah, oh, take it to a game. UFC fight? Yeah, is your girl that fucking stupid? Yeah, so I, I want to go see WWE. I mean, if for you, for Christmas, you going to go see WWE. Who you going to bring with the other ticket, baby? I don't know, me. I'll bring my girl Jennifer. Yeah. yeah. Who else you know that's <laughs> in the wrestling? Yeah, I was going to say, I can't do that with Turk. Because Turk and Hufferin, they in the sports and They don't yeah, want to go see They will leave you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, thank you. A weekend away. A holiday. Isn't that the same thing? A weekend away with How by himself? No, with her. Like, y'all, let's go to Charleston. But is really, pissed about a weekend he's like, away? I gave you a vacation to Charleston but that what? I'm going to. But what the fuck? How you give somebody a holiday? Yeah, nah, I think that's the same thing. I mean, it's Christmas. An iPod. Ah. Now, look, I had an iPod. Karen has my iPod now. Mm-hmm. I didn't give it to her. Don't, don't do no dumb shit. Yeah, don't do no dumb <laughs> shit like that. Like, if you buy her the iPod, you definitely ain't gonna keep it. Like, she's just gonna keep it. And it's gonna be full of the music you don't really probably yes. want to listen to anyway. No, they're really stuff. Yeah, I got an iPod full of Beyonce. <laughs> Nintendo Wii. That's for women, though. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, computer. Same thing as a laptop. And TV. Who, how did this? Who, who wrote this article? How do they still have their job? And why isn't lingerie on this list? You really don't. That's, that's a, really that's the, that's the one thing I, I was like. Of. Well, I have done that. <laughs> I was, I was expecting <laughs> to see like a porno or something like. Yeah, this is a game. Like, look, boo, I got you. I got your big black booties. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you love big black booties. <laughs> Let's put it in right now. I can't wait. I need to see the look on your face. Uh, last article. Man charged with killing woman for taking phone call during sex. <laughs> wow. A Milwaukee man was charged Tuesday with strangling a woman over Thanksgiving weekend because she took a phone call while they were having sex. Man, I was 
think she was a chicken? No. I don't know. I think that's what happened to them chickens. We found out. Yaron Lewis, 46, faces a single count of first-degree intentional homicide. Well, if she was a chicken head, he was chucking that chicken, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was chucking her. Uh, <laughs> intentional <laughs> homicide <laughs> and the death of Sharon D. Dorsey, 44. Oh, sorry. So these old people was having sex. Actually, 46 and 44 ain't that old. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, was it her, her, her other boo or somebody? Was her other boo? Was it her other boo? She answered the I don't know. According to a criminal complaint, Dorsey was found dead Saturday afternoon in a home, and they get the address, by her daughter. Dorsey's body was in a bed in the basement, clad in her underwear. Medical examiners... Oh, that was nice. He put her underwear back up. Medical examiners determined that she had been strangled and was dead for some time. Later Saturday, a man told police Lewis had come to his house crying and confessed to killing Dorsey with a belt for taking someone else while the two were in bed. For talking to someone else while the two were in bed. Lewis also admitted to the police that he had killed Dorsey after first threatening her life, the complaint says. Wow. So he's like, hang up that phone or I will kill you. And she's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> Girl, no. He no, just he tripping You know, she was over there like, nigga, you ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. Girl, like I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> you trying to show off your friends. What did the person she was on the phone with, like, Hmm, that's kind of odd. I heard a lot of screams. I would be like, like oh, girl, I, let, let me call yeah, you Yeah, why didn't the other chick call the 911 for her? She thought it was just smoking. Said. Yeah, like, oh, y'all still fucking? Well, you want me to call you back? Because Karen has had friends that called out too much oh, before. Yeah. And it's like, baby, you got to cut down. But never has it ever been like, so, uh, I'm going to have to take this call. Is this cool? <laughs> oh, no, don't worry about it. I'll keep humping away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll like, there's no need for like, love. Look, look, take like, a call. I'll keep going. Yeah, I ain't got mine yet. <laughs> she like, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Do what you need to do. Yeah, child. I ain't doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he ain't doing nothing. I'm, just sitting, here, like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here while he fucking me. Yeah. Thank you, fucking me. Yeah, man. So he's in he's in jail with a $150,000 bail. Which that ain't that much. Seems kind of low for, for murder. murder. <laughs> For ah, rape and murder. I mean, it'd be one thing if he just took the phone and threw it against the wall or some yeah. shit. But he was like, "No, nah, I gotta, I gotta follow through on my word." I, I mean, maybe she word. was, maybe she was off at any time minutes, and he was like, "Bitch, you using the phone? <laughs> Fuck it. This is the last time I'm telling you about this." Yeah, I'm not paying him overcharges. Yeah, he probably was the one paying the bill and everything too. Man, if I was the dude, I would just say she was into that kinky. David Carradine sex. I, hey, this is what she, she needs. She told me she wanted this. This yeah. is how she gets off. She gets on the phone. Yeah, she told me to bite her like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, so. I ain't know. Ah. <laughs> anyway, it's been another episode of Black Guy with Tips Podcast. Holy shit, we went forever. Um, <laughs> it's over already. Without Four Loco. Yeah, without Four Loco. All right, man. So, until uh, next time, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, iTunes and Podomatic. Search for the Black Guy Tips. Go to blackguytips uh, at gmail.com to email us. The Black Guy Who Tips.com for the blog. Call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. And follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That S D A T. Um, Mr. Montgomery. Mr. Underscore Montgomery. I'm Rhyme Over Reason. And shout out to my new followers. Alright, man. And so, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah.